We are live yet again with another episode of Comic Talk. I'm your host, Dimitri Pereira, and as long as audio is working, and it looks like it is, um, we are good to go. We are here to talk about uh, this week's comics and what came out this week. DC Comics come out on Tuesdays, uh, Marvel and Indie Comics come out on Wednesdays, and now it's Thursday, and it's a little bit, you know, it's given us enough time to uh, read this and talk about it, and uh, I wouldn't be able to do this alone, so I have brought two awesome guests, first of which he's been on the show before. Uh, you may know him as Shuby Dubert. You know, may know him as Ben Schubert. You may know him as Shuby Dooby down to Rubies. We got Ben <laughs> Schubert. Probably ben, how you doing today? Good. <laughs> probably I'm not. doing good, man. Thanks for ha- having me. But before we get started, dude, uh, remember yeah. last time my, my TikTok was spelled wrong. You still got it. it there's a C between the H and the S. Did I? Met, <laughs> I just, uh, I just, gra- I just <laughs> dropped in. It's a, you're right. And I'm sorry. And uh, <laughs> I thought maybe I'd let you know. You told me to let you know last time. So I was like, no, okay. I, I, but yeah, I'm I doing great. Down, man. Oh, no. What am I doing? It's okay. All um, is forgiven. All is forgiven, man. We, All as long as we <laughs> remind the audience, as long as we remind the audience how it is, um, if you want to write it in the chat, um, and uh, uh, yeah, cool. that way anyone who's watching will be able to. Uh, to to remember, I'm sorry. I grabbed and I, dra- I dragged and dropped essentially uh, from what I had previously. So, um, for anyone out there who is watching, we are streaming to multiple platforms. Four platforms uh, we are streaming to, uh, but our main platform is Volume.com. It's a new streaming platform based around musicians, uh, singers, creators, performers, that sort of thing. We are the niche geek talk show corner of volume.com, uh, which you can find at volume.com slash the Keeg show. So if you're elsewhere and you want to be part of the chat, we drag and drop the chat essentially um, into or from volume into our screen, which you can see on this uh, right hand corner right there. Um, but what was I saying? What was I saying? Oh, there's 45 people watching us on volume.com. Um, so hello to the 45 people out there. And I'm not sure who else is watching us elsewhere, but um no matter where you're watching us, we appreciate you no matter what. Um, and just know that if you're watching us, uh, uh, Shuby Duber is Shuby Duber. Just, just know that. Yeah. Uh, like that yeah, explains yeah. I everything. Remember you it's told all about me the spell. You right, got it. Shuby Duber, got it, right. You told me to Shuby. tell you last time because I didn't say anything. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, but yeah, thanks uh, for having me on. Yeah, I will. I will make sure to change it uh, for next time because I'm gonna have you again. You know what I mean? Like this isn't. Uh, of course, of course. This isn't it. I appreciate it. Um. So, uh, sorry. Let's see. I'm trying to open up some other stuff. So let me introduce my next guest. Uh, it's his first time here, but he does an amazing uh, TikTok channel. Is where both of both Ben and this next guest. Uh, uh, have amazing TikToks, so follow them. They're all, uh, uh, for the most part, comic book-based TikToks. Um, Brian Long, Brian, how you doing today? Hi, I'm doing. I'm doing terrific. I'm so excited to be here this week because I think pretty much half of my pull list came out this week. So I've got really? a lot of comics here. I'm ready to talk about. Yeah, yeah, so much to talk about, and uh, yeah, just thrilled to be here. Long time, first time, as they say in the yeah. sports radio show world. Um. You did a lot of research to come on to this episode, right? I mean, research, it's kind of just been the last, like, what, like, almost 20 years of my life just reading comics. That's, that's <laughs> been the research, yeah, ostensibly. Uh, it just gets stuck yeah. in my brain. 
But this week, especially from the DC side of things, this was a banner week for people who liked uh, late 90s to mid 2000s DC comics. Uh, uh-huh. Made my heart sing some of these books. So I, I'm very excited to get into this with you guys. Uh, I was, yeah. Uh, I am really happy with the way that uh, uh, DC is doing things these days. Mm-hmm. Um, and huh, for some reason, Facebook's giving us a little bit of problems, but as long as it's just Facebook, uh, that doesn't really concern me. It's my least favorite of my children. I'm sorry. You know? Uh, I mean, it's not really a Sophie's choice. No, I don't. I I clearly clearly don't. Facebook can, you know, go uh, hang out with his mother, I guess. I care nothing about him. Um, If I lose him, I lose him. He's just kind of good to have around to say I have four children. Um, uh, uh, I'm trying to set things up on my side. I want to open it up. Um... Ben, uh, I'm going to open it up with you because I've asked you this question before. Normally I ask my guests, uh, if you only had money to buy one series, you know, a monthly series, uh, for those of you who don't know, issues of comic books come out once a month. But because Marvel and DC and independent comics have so many titles, they split it up week to week, right? So you'll, you'll get Batman once a month, but then you'll get like Superman on a different week, uh, you know, so on and so forth. Ben, what is the one comic book uh, uh, that you cannot live without? Well, I said this last time I was on the show, but um, is it the same? I, I'd still, st- yeah, I, it's, I'd stick with Power Rangers. Um, okay, I, I have followed it all the way since the beginning. You know, Ryan Parrott is really taking it really cool places. You know, and and like, I mean. Would it just like it's been split into two at this point? It's been Mighty Morphin and just Power Rangers, would it, but they're still the same story. Would that count? Right. Would, would that uh, count for this game? Uh, for my for my test of 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 you, um, I'll write you down as cheater, but you got good taste. <laughs> I All hope right, that, I hope that yeah, works. But that that Ryan Parrot has done great things, and I've been I've been following it since the beginning. So yeah, I would stick with that one, and you know you can't go wrong with Power Rangers. Okay, there's two Power Ranger titles, right? Is that what you're like? There's Mighty. Morphin? Yeah, one's called My- Mighty Morphin, and then Power Rangers. It's the same story, what, what, but with two different. Oh. Whatever happened yeah, to Power? Like, Power, uh, wasn't there like Power Rangers Go or something like that? Wasn't there some? Or go Go Power Rangers. Yeah, that, Go Go. Yeah, uh, Go Go Power Rangers ended, and it tied into the main timeline. So. Oh. Okay. Okay. Uh, but nothing has changed because it was maybe last month that I had you on. Uh, nothing's changed in a month. No, not really. I, I'm okay. sticking with Power Rangers, man. All right, I'm not forcing you to change your change your answer. I mean, but, Infinite yeah. Frontier. I mean, if it does any, if it keeps going on as well as it is, you know, yeah, I'll sign me up. Uh, yeah, I mean, my my basic my basic. Uh, 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 thesis for today's episode is like, damn, DC's turning things around. That's kind mm-hmm. of my 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 own personal like thing. Um, but we'll get to that. Um, I'm gonna open up the question to Brian. Uh, and no stealing yeah. Ben's answers. <laughs> you, gotta, you gotta come um, up with your own. Power Rangers is all you, Ben. I'll leave the Power Rangers to you. Um, no, I think we yeah, were actually right. talking before the show. <laughs> we were talking before the show how. Um, <laughs> how I'm a big like Al Ewing guy. And if I had to pick one of the books that he's currently writing, I'd probably uh-huh. go all in on Guardians of the Galaxy. I've, I've had a lot of stock invested in these characters since the uh, Abnett and Lanning run back in the early 2000s. And mm-hmm. that stock has paid off 
immensely over the last decade. I now live in a world where everybody knows who Rocket Raccoon is, and I could not be happier, frankly. Um, so yeah, I'm loving what yeah. he's doing with the book. And we'll, I'm sure we'll get into it a little bit more later, but his uh-huh. his work on those characters and, and how this latest issue ended and what's coming forward with those characters, I'm loving it. So I'd probably go with Guardians for sure. Did you read Guardians before they made the uh, the Marvel movie? Yep, yep. Because uh, I, I care nothing like... about them. I cared nothing I, about. The- I have always been partial to the weird stuff. I've always been partial to like the weird oddity characters that are getting like plucked from obscurity and somebody doing something with them. So I right. remember kind of just stumbling across in like the early internet days on like comic book forums, seeing a picture of Rocket Raccoon and being like, what the hell is this? I need to know everything about this guy. Because my right. first DC book was Justice Society of America. So I've always been okay. obsessed with like weird esoteric characters in the comic book universe. Right. And then right. going into Rocket, reading about the Guardians, seeing that original 2000s run, that was like catnip for me. I loved it. So yeah, I've been I've been on this Guardians train for a while. Uh, and I'm so happy everyone has joined me on it. <laughs> um, Ben, did you read Guardians at all before the MCU had it? Because like, I'll be honest, I did not. <laughs> I did not I did not give two shits about Guardians until the MCU. And then they kind of retooled kind of the team and kind of made it more kind mm-hmm. of like the MCU mm-hmm. a little bit. But like did I care about the original Yondu and and Adam 13 or what what's his name? What's that like uh, I believe it's Charlie guy? 13. I believe it's Charlie, Charlie 13. Yeah. If I'm remembering Charlie correctly. uh Charlie D'Amelio, you know? And like yeah. uh he uh I I I I uh, I didn't care a damn. But like Ben, did you did you like him? Oh, I can't hear you. I didn't even know they existed until they announced the movie. <laughs> I remember I was fourteen. I think I was it was two thousand fourteen. So I was sixteen yeah. years old when the movie came out. But two years when I was fourteen, somebody told me they're like they're making a Guardians of the Galaxy movie. I was like, what? The <laughs> you know, who in their right mind? I should have been friends with that guy. Me, like, I was. Yeah, yeah. Brian here was excited. I have fond memories of being in college, seeing that first concept art, seeing like Rocket friggin' Raccoon, seeing Groot, yeah. being like everything I've ever dreamed of is happening right, right. now. But the the two thousands run is really what inspired the movie. So like even that two thousands right. run didn't have like Yondu and, and Astro Vance and those really like right. and uh, uh, Martinex I believe is the one character. Um, Mar- that yeah, was Martin like the prototypical, X. yeah, yeah, the yeah. crystalline looking guy. Uh, so that had like yeah. Star Lord, Gamora, Drax, what we think of as the Guardians. And that run holds up. Like if if you ever want to go back to where that really originated, it's a great run, right. and I highly recommend it if you want to check it out. I know they were big in Annihilation, and Annihilation was before yes. the Guardians Galaxy movie. And right. is that when they had like the red and blue kind of double breasted yes. uniforms? Okay. Yeah, yeah, that's where that design first came in. Yeah. Right. Which still a great look in my opinion. Yeah. How crazy um, is it that Marvel made a, a household name out of Groot and Rocket Raccoon? Like who would have uh, thought? It it is so funny because I'm look, I'm an old head. I turn 32 next month, right? Like I I live Oh my god, that's like, so that's so old. <laughs> I mean, nobody nobody here is older than that by You're going to tell me you don't go on Nobody. Uh, every nobody. Dude, <laughs> 
every day on TikTok, I feel the cold hand of the Grim Reaper like <laughs> reaching around me. I'm like, these are literal <laughs> children. But yeah. uh, you know, it's so funny. Like I, I grew up when all we had was like the Spider-Man movie, and the X-Men movie, and now I have yeah. these students who know about who know about like who have opinions on Thanos and have opinions yeah. on Hela, like opinions yeah. on these characters that I never thought anyone would care about. It's it's crazy to me. It really is. People are gonna care about right. Shang Chi later this year. It's nuts. Yeah. I, I was uh, I was five in two thousand three when the Hulk movie came out. It, it <laughs> With the parent, uh, well, it was nice seeing Hulk. you guys. I'm gonna hang up. I'm going to bed. <laughs> I'm, going to my, I'm going to my grave. Good night, everybody. I said that to my old, uh, my the old comic book store owner. He told me he was like, dude, that's when I first got deployed. <laughs> <laughs> oh so. boy! Wow. At at yeah. some point, at some point, you're gonna be testing the waters, and someone's gonna be like, wait, my son was born. Wait a minute, son. <laughs> That's what's gonna happen. That's how people find out uh, 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 they were adopted. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> yeah. But man, um, it, it's it's a crazy time to live in. It really is. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. Um, what? Uh, let's see. If you had to recommend any comics, um that are kind of coming out now. Let's let's stay fairly topical. Uh, sure. Oh, meh says, should I follow? <laughs> yes, meh you should. If you meh Anyway, um, that's a fun. Uh, uh, if, if you meh um, please, yeah. Uh, Sky Veronica's is uh, just joined the crowd. I can see when people join and when they like leave. Hey, to Steph out there, uh, if anyone has any comic book-related questions, uh, let us know. We'd be glad to uh, answer them. Um, I want to ask you, as I'm working on my own stuff here, as I'm, I'm setting things up for us talking about the comics, um, what are some comics that you would recommend right now? Without going too much into it, because we'll, we'll talk about specifically each comic and, and whatnot, but like, what would you recommend to new readers? Readers that may have never picked up a comic before. Like, what's a good... Uh comic to read right now a good comic to read i mean literally dc just revamped their entire universe it i mean you know like you could start on like infinite frontier just started their first book they're, they're reintroducing new characters but they're also bringing back old characters and but like i said they just restarted their entire like timeline or universe whatever whatever is going on here so yeah. i mean you know, I think that's a great place to start. And then on top of that, there's indie comics. I always recommend indie comics to new readers because, you know, you don't have to worry about other books or anything. It's just the story itself. Right. I am afraid, like, I don't read as much indie comics because I I don't know if I've told you guys this before, but, like, I love interconnected universes. And I love the fact, like, like right now, X Men to me, and we, I mean, we'll talk about it, but like X Men to me is so interconnected. And as an X fan, I am like, this is, this is a renaissance for me. Like, I love the interconnectedness. Um, and indie comics don't always have that. Like, Invincible is cool because it had like big world building, but Invincible is not around anymore. But like, mm. indie comics, most I feel like new viewers or new readers don't want what I want. I want huge things where I'm reading 15 titles a week, but like, <laughs> like most people are like, no, they want to start and they want to finish and they want to like a concise story. So indie comics is definitely where yeah. it's at. Um, did I, did I cut you off then? Oh no, 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 you're good. Okay. Um, 
Um, but yeah, that's essentially. Should I throw the ball back to you, Ben? Did I? Did you have more to say? No, I didn't. No, I was finished. Oh, okay. Uh, Brian, what would you what would you recommend? I that's a hard question for me to answer because I typically have like a, a rotating list in my mind where I usually ask people like, "What are you into first? And that kind of tends okay. to give me like a direction to take it. Um, you know, uh-huh. if you like if you like horror comics, I highly recommend from Image Bitter Root, uh, which is a really great like Harlem Renaissance set um, uh, comic book about a group of. Um, uh, monster hunters it, it's a really cool comic the artwork hmm. is incredible uh they actually okay. just announced regina king is going to be directing a film adaptation of it ryan coogler is producing it so uh-huh. i'm sure that's gonna be awesome so get on that bandwagon that's a great book uh i'm really enjoying the good asian right now also from image comics uh noir yeah. detective story 1920s about a chinese american detective um that's great really enjoying die from kieran gillen which is a dungeons and dragons themed fantasy epic a group of uh friends who are now adults get sucked into a dungeons and dragons game that their one friend created and they have to get uh-huh. their way back out um <laughs> really incredible stuff uh but then of course on the like marvel and dc side of things i'm loving the nightwing book right now i'm loving the robin book right now if you like the bat family those are great books to kind of just jump in on fresh i think um, I'm really loving the, um, like you said, Dimitri, the X-Men books are just like on oh, another man. level. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's really yeah, incredible yeah. stuff. Um, and uh, one book I want to kind of sing the praises on briefly though, that I feel like not enough people talk about is, uh, Saladin Ahmed's run on Miles Morales Spider-Man. Um, and that's mm. a book that came out pretty much right after Into the Spider-Verse. And I feel like really captures what makes Miles great in that film and and evolves the character from what we've been seeing of him over the last, you know, almost a decade now. I think think the 10th year anniversary of Miles being in the Marvel Comics universe is coming up very soon. Uh, Feeling old. Yeah, there you go. Um, But that's a book that I feel like does not get sung praises enough. He's done a really great job of building out a universe for Miles, a rogues gallery. Um, And if you liked Into the Spider-Verse, that's a book you should definitely be checking out. So those are my my recs real quick. All right. Um, Okay. what was I? I was gonna say something, but I I forget what it was. Well, Shung, the new Shang Chi trailer. First thing I somebody mentioned it earlier. They were like, "We need Marvel to tell us, are we 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 saying Shang Chi like supposedly like it's supposed to be said, or are we saying Shang Chi like comic book fans have been saying for like decades, but wrong yeah. incorrectly, right? And sure. like this is the this is the time to change it around, like where. Like, yeah, I was I was annoyed. I watched the second trailer. I was like, he nobody said his name. Okay, we're just nope. gonna keep. I didn't get to watch the second trailer. It just well, came out like an hour the, ago. Right? Uh, it's cool. It's cool. Okay. At the uh, Disney, uh, the, at the Disney investors meeting when Kevin Feige announced it, he said Shang Chi, Shang Chi. Okay. So that's how I've been going off of it. And yeah, uh, there was there was one girl on TikTok who actually did like a tutorial on how yeah. to say it. I so. think that's how most people realized they were pronouncing it wrong. So I know I felt like right. such Shout an out to idiot. Her. Credit to I her. was just like, I was like, but, oh my gosh. But <laughs> you've got, I mean, and granted, like, I uh, apologize in advance for what I'm about to say. I probably shouldn't have been going off the word of like boomer white dudes who are writing this character for years on how right. they pronounced his name. Right. That's probably a mistake on my part, and that's my bad. Um, but that's how so many people, when they talked about him, have pronounced it. Um, right, so I think yeah. we all just were kind of like, oh, wow, there's, uh, there's definitely uh, something we need to be learning from that experience. And it's not just how to pronounce its name, but uh, 
what are we uh yeah. what are we talking about when we talk representation in our comics and who are creating them right yeah right uh because i mean like i think it'd be akin to like for decades calling patrick stewart gene gene luck gene luck picker <laughs> Yeah, right? Yeah. Cap Captain Gene Luck Pickard reported <laughs> for duty. And then someone's no, like, actually, Jean-Luc Jean Jean Picard. Yeah. yeah. I was like, yeah. oh, but are you sure it's not Gene Luck Pickard? Because we've been calling him Gene Luck Pickard for like a while now. Yeah. So. And a French person is like, no, I'm pretty sure I know how to pronounce it. It's like, ah, oh, we think, we think, no, we got it. We <laughs> right. think we know it's better than you. <laughs> yeah. but that is speaking of that that's also a good book gene lu and yang's uh shang chi book is uh is really fun mm. and uh if you want to know more about that character that's that's a good yeah. route to go to yeah um they've yeah they i what i like about marvel is each, when each movie comes out they really like work hard to make the book really good they're like yeah. let's put some extra effort into the eternals book the shang chi book mm. um what else is coming out black widow has some like extra oh, effort right now, right now behind it and yeah. i mean spider-man's the only other movie that's coming out right now but uh but spider-man's always spider-man you know yeah yeah what were you gonna say gonna uh put a little effort into spider-man yeah but like spider-man's always spider-man like spider-man's always been the flagship like character like nobody ever yeah. goes eh we'll we'll let spider-man slip we're gonna focus on, <laughs> on we're gonna focus on Eternals right now and let Spider-Man slip. Like it's never right. like that. Um, what were you gonna say, Ben? You were gonna say something? I totally forgot. It's all right. Um, <laughs> I have so many images set up for today <laughs> that, like, I am I'm doing the best I can, guys. I'm uh, good. You're um, good. Let's uh let's talk no let's talk about um something big that we all read. Did we all read Heroes Return? Yes. Oh, yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. All right. Let's let's talk about Heroes Return. Um, and as I uh, I'm gonna put up the uh, the images for Heroes Return. Uh, basically, the way Heroes Return is is there was a Heroes Reborn miniseries that redid the universe. And I was like, how are they going to end this? Because there's one issue left and it doesn't end anything. And they're all kind of one shots that were tangentially tied together. And then you get like a, like a beginning and an end. And then Heroes Return is the end. Um, what did you guys think about this issue? And then what do you guys think about um, uh, uh, the whole, the, just the whole event in general? Ben, do you want to go first? I have yeah, a lot sure. of thoughts, so I'm going to let you go first. Yeah, like what? I mean, I thought it was I thought it was a great story. I thought it was cool and making like the uh, the what was it? The Squadron Supreme, uh, making them kind of like kind of sort of canon to the the actual because they were kind of like their own like thing for a while, and now now they're yeah. like part of the six one six. And I I like that Marvel is really building on Mephisto a little bit. Because, you know, like, as you said earlier, you know, mar mar when a movie comes out, the Marvel likes to, you know, get their books ready. So who knows yeah. what could happen. Mephisto confirmed for Loki. Anyway, um, but I, I, I enjoyed, I enjoyed all that. I liked the Phil Coulson story arc. I thought that was really cool. And just the, the banter between these characters was just hilarious because it, it did remind me of the Marvel DC crossover back in the 90s uh, yeah. with Access and... Are we good? Is oh, it my yep, connection? Sorry. Is it 
No, I think that was, was me. My... That was me. Well, well, you're there, and then Ben Ben froze, so I'm not oh, sure. No. I I oh. lost everybody. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I For lost everybody. Day. I lost everybody too. Ben, you oh, good? He's back. You good out there? Yeah, I thought that was me. It, I think it, it was all of been, us. It, it could have been all of us. <laughs> no, my, my, yeah. my internet's always been like crud around. So oh, okay, it, it's all where, where'd you guys lose me at? Where did we? Uh, uh, this uh, oh, it remind okay, it reminds you of the DC Marvel crossover from the nineties. Yeah, that's true. Mm. Yeah. Mm. yeah, it gave me those vibes. And when I was reading it, I was just like, wow, this is like really cool. Now that the Squadron Supreme is part of the uh, is part of the six one six, which is really dope. I, I I very much enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, I like the whole Council of Red or whatever they called it. What are they called? The Red Council <laughs> yes, or yes. whatever, where it's 616, which is both. If, yeah. Yeah, 616, right? Mm-hmm. Which is, if that's also multiverses. interesting. Six, yeah, it's 615 other Mephistos, so it's 616 total um, of alternate yeah. universe Mephistos, which also... Also is good because it shows us that Mephisto is specifically for the six one six and not mm. um, not an all encompassing multiversal force. Um, so you get all the yeah. weird different versions of Mephisto <laughs> at the end of this, and um, uh, that I think I mean it's setting up for something. So uh, what it's setting up for, I do not know. Well, uh, Brian, you got thoughts? Kind of, yeah. So Mephisto, this comic. To, to paraphrase a wise philosopher, is like an onion. It has layers. Uh, yes. <laughs> Mephisto, Mephisto is, is being set up as the sort of like uber villain of this whole Jason Aaron run. Like right. he's been popping up throughout periodically. So I think whatever the big culmination of the Avengers run that he's currently doing is, is going to evolve a big throwdown with Mephisto. Um, mm-hmm. Out of curiosity, did either of you ever read the 80s Squadron Supreme miniseries that Mark Gruenwald wrote? no was it okay good it's great um okay. it, it is very underrated um i it it tackles social issues much in the same way that watchmen does which is ironic because uh-huh. it's using dc analog characters much in the same way that right. watchmen is using charlton analog characters um right. but that kind of continues in this book because jason aaron basically makes each member of the squadron supreme like a representation of the worst of american nationalism like Hyperion is like in this one yeah like Hyperion is like the history teacher who believes like America is always right is always the right thing you've got Power Princess who's like the militarism of America you've got Dr. Spectrum who's like a fascist police state analog you've got Blur who's like America's obsession with consumerism so it was fun kind of seeing oh I didn't even I haven't (laughs) realized this what this is the English teacher brain man I can't yeah that's the English teacher in you that's real. I, uh, I did not catch any of that. Uh, no, well, I caught some of that. I caught some of that, right. but not, not as much as I should have. And, and I mean, like Hyperion even has that line in one of the first issues where he's like, if the annihilation wave gets out, it could decimate the American economy in seconds. It's like no care for people. Just like, it's going to decimate the economy. Aaron right. is not being subtle in this comic and I love it. But I think Dimitri right. talked to the critique of it that you have. I kind of wish that they had made the main story or they i wish they had swapped the main story and the backup story i wish How the so? backups 
Well, I wish the backup story of like Blade waking up in this world that's clearly wrong and hunting oh, yeah. down the Avengers had been yeah. the main story. And the like backup story had been like these brief kind of profiles of the different squadron members. Because right. I feel like that's the more compelling story is seeing like the Avengers coming together again, realizing this whole thing is wrong and then fighting back against it rather than like, albeit entertaining satirical portrayals of these, these aspects of American society. It's, it doesn't quite work as a narrative in my opinion. Um, so I think that was kind of my big critique of it. Yeah. Um, now that you're saying the layers, I am seeing that definitely. Uh, but then also, I feel like they didn't want to do the, just the Blade storyline because it's a lot like House of M. Mm, and it would just be yeah, a rehash. I got, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I was know? thinking that when I, when I heard Blade. One person remembers. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, sorry, for, Ben. For you? Sorry, Ben. No, no, I was thinking the same thing. Like, when when, uh, when I was reading, like, the like the, the little, like, introduction for the book, I, I it said that Blade Wilco, I was like, oh, so it's like House of M, but... You know, right. like, so yeah, I know I got the I got those vibes from this book. Yeah. Was it weird um, for you guys? I don't know if you guys read the Avengers book. Was it weird for you jumping into this not having the context of Avengers, knowing about like Coulson and Mephisto's alliance and stuff? Yes. I mm. I read I read Avengers though. So okay. like okay. I was fine with that. Uh it was still it was still a jump, but I also knew that mm. Maya Lopez was Phoenix. So, right. like, I knew that because that happened in like right at the end of this last issue, right before yeah. Heroes Reborn. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Has there been Avengers titles this month? No, right? Because no. Heroes Reborn no. is the Avengers title, right? Exactly. Basically. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I just realized that I was like, oh, that's right. Okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, here's oh, I, I had a theory about Mephisto in in these Marvel shows in the Careful. in the TV shows. Uh, <laughs> I don't think he's going to appear. No. <laughs> until they teased him. I don't know if you guys saw that one where I was like, Mephisto, Mephisto, and then like Mephisto. But like, I think that's what they're gonna do. I think they're gonna they're tease, and I think in a weird way, they're gonna retcon him into all the previous all the shows. They're gonna retcon him in. And they're gonna be like, he's been around the whole time. <laughs> because that's because the thing about the devil, right? It's like the only the, way they the really quote, can do it. Yeah, the quote the quote for the devil is the greatest trick the devil ever played was convincing the world he didn't exist. So Marvel, <laughs> this is the, what I think. And I don't even think it's even worth talking right now, but I think that like WandaVision hinted at him. Maybe Falcon and Winter Soldier didn't, but like maybe we'll figure out how he could have played a part. We, we see the stained glass of in Loki. Like we're going to maybe see something in Hawkeye that like is a little bit off, but like, it's obviously not going to be Mephisto. And then suddenly out of somewhere in some series, Mephisto is going to be like, I've been around the whole time. And I think that like, they're definitely prepping him. Forget me not. <laughs> kind of. Yeah. Like he's just, he's just uh, uh, like, yeah, I think he's been around this whole oh, time. Trickster, huh? The, uh, right, like the Vince McMahon. A, it was me, Austin. It was me all along. See, I don't follow wrestling. Was that a? Uh, that's a wrestling thing, right? <laughs> There's like a classic thing from like our childhood where it was revealed what, that Vince what McMahon happened? was some like. It was like there was this like storyline. I don't even remember very well, but like there was somebody in the shadows and they were like cloaked, and then they pull the hood off, and it was just Vince McMahon, and he's like, "It's me, Austin. <laughs> it was me all along." Just that, but Mephisto. Uh, 
Do you think American society is ready for the Avengers to fight the literal devil? No. I don't think the Avengers will fight him. <laughs> I don't I don't think they will. No, I like, no. My sister and I, we were talking about this the other day. I was like, well, how do you think Christians react to superheroes right now? <laughs> like, like in the MCU, they never touch on that. Like, what about Christianity in the MCU? I was just like, I don't know. You know, like, I, I you know, because they look up to Captain America right. like he's a god. Yeah. You know, like, right. imagine it. Like, you know, like, we've all been to Comic-Con. We all see that one crazy guy standing out front. It's like, oh, this is like, oh. Christ. You know, like, you know, yeah, uh, how would you, you feel if there's literally like a Thor and a Hercules that exists in the real right, world? And right, met right. The president? right. And then Mephisto just comes from the uh from the ground. Like what I want to happen is like have a what what was it? Well who who did uh Jason Lee play in Dogma? Uh <laughs> the sort of uh, right hand. I want him to come out next with next to Mephisto, saying they're going to drop two delinquents in the MCU. Boom, Jay and Silent Bob are now <laughs> canon in the MCU. That that would be great. Well, as we saw in the the Captain Marvel Stan Lee cameo, Mallrats does exist. So in a way, they are yeah. kind of canon in the MCU. Kevin Smith exists. Uh, yeah. <laughs> before before we get to like the actual like comics and whatever, I mean. Yeah, we've been talking about Hero's Return. Uh, something that reminded me of that Stanley cameo and what you're saying here is there's no transitive property of the multiverse. Like, people... Because, <laughs> okay, for instance, people were like, okay, so if Star Wars exists in the MCU, then mm-hmm. obviously Mace Windu exists, played by Samuel L. Jackson, oh who God. is Nick Fury. So then wouldn't people know and it's like no the multiverse isn't transitive it doesn't work that way it's like uh maybe maybe jamie fox played like mace windu or maybe like just some electro maybe yeah but like maybe there was another actor another actor that doesn't exist in our universe that played mace windu like we don't know tupac actually or about to play him yeah tupac plays him he doesn't die in that right or uh or it's just worlds. an actor that looks like Nick Fury. Like who like everybody has like doppelgangers. Javier Bardem right. looks like Jeffrey Dean Morgan and both of them are actors. So like people are saying this like there aren't people who look like actors everywhere on this earth. Everywhere. Like, I mean, everywhere. Everybody's got Billy Zapka right here. <laughs> that's right. Billy Zapka. But, yeah. Everybody tells me it. I look like Johnny. Lawrence. I can I can see it, but like more like his son. Like actually there's a running joke at the comic shop. They actually got a book and I was supposed to meet him and have him sign a book to my son, (laughs) Ben. And uh, unfortunately due to COVID. That's that's and for legal reasons, I'm sure. Uh, Yeah. He's like, I'm not paying child Uh, support. This feels like a good (laughs) moment to switch over to maybe talk about infinite frontier. Speaking of the multiverse. Yes. Right. So, uh, Heroes Return is Marvel. Infinite Frontier is part of the new kind of DC chronology continuity that's going on right now. DC did a recent big event where they were like, instead of redoing the universe, we're just going to say that like it's always kind of been around and like we're kind of folding in old continuity with new continuity. So, we're like, the things that you love still exist, which I think is amazing because mm-hmm. I love the old stuff, not the. I hated New 52. Everybody did. Um, what'd you guys what'd you guys think about Infinite Infinite Frontier? Brian, I'll let you start and then we'll go to Ben. 
Um, yeah, I, I feel very similar to you, Dimitri, where like New 52, I think it's, it, for me, the enthusiasm was there at the beginning, but when it became abundantly clear of how much it had kind of, of pruned away, to use the TVA terminology, um, it was ultimately kind of disappointing, right? Because I right. think what I had enjoyed so much about the DC Universe up to that point was it really felt like it was building a history, building on this idea of legacy. You had the JSA, you had all right. these characters like the various Blue Beetles, you had the various Robins, like people would take on mantles and it built out this really rich universe. New 52 right. took a lot of that away and I'm liking the fact that they're kind of realizing, oh, you know what, that was maybe the wrong move. Maybe we need to lean more into this sense of history. Um, uh -huh. I think Infinite Frontier is a great way to do that. Uh, you know, I loved the the little wink to both Crisis on Infinite Earths and All-Star Superman right in the beginning. Um, I love the concept of the uh, the multiversal group of heroes representing different Earths coming together. Uh, and right. I I'm not going to lie, that Psycho Pirate reveal, whew, I flipped out. That's a guy I have not seen in forever, and the yeah. idea of him coming back is very intriguing to me. So I'm very excited to see where that one goes. It's interesting because they just brought him up in the Flash TV show. And I was oh, like, really? I have not seen Psycho Pirate in a long time. Um, the last time I saw any mention of Psycho Pirate, the Constantine TV show in his in his like mansion or whatever, mm. I thought I saw Psycho Pirate's mask on the shelf and mm. I've been searching the internet for somebody to agree with me. That was Psycho Pirate's <laughs> mask, right? And nobody has even thought about it. And I'm like, uh, what, am I the only person? <laughs> right but you know um psycho pirate yeah and so it's interesting to see him come about because he's creepy mm -hmm. mm. right he's his creepy. powers are unsettling his powers are unsettling and yeah. the idea that he has this understanding he he, he it's like Deadpool's powers but in a way that like is more psychologically upsetting i shouldn't say powers yeah. but like the fourth fourth wall breaking awareness right where it's like right. knowing that you exist in a future in a in a fictional universe instead of making you like a hilarious looney tunes character it literally just drove you completely to the brink of madness um right. and I, i'm very curious to see how that's going to play out especially since he appears to be working with dark side of all people is psycho pirate a universal force now like is he literally the emotions just the personification of emotions like, maybe they'll do something like that? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I, I know that they have apparently a digital, like, um, uh, a digital first series that apparently connects with Infinite Frontier that's focusing on individual characters that show up in this, which I didn't realize until uh, fairly recently. And I think Psycho Pirate is one of the upcoming issues, so maybe we'll get some fleshed-out backstory on that. But, yeah, okay. I don't know. I'm, I'm curious to see what plays out with that. Yeah. Uh, ben? Uh, yeah. What did you think of Infinite Frontier? I, I I thought it was super cool. I enjoyed the concept, and I'm glad that they're using uh, different versions of the Justice League that we're not really used to. I think mm. the only one that we actually have that's the same is Barry Allen, but which Barry yeah. Allen is? But uh, yeah, I I love. I think Calvin Ellis was like a perfect was a perfect choice to lead this team. He did, he's the president. Uh, President Superman or whatever he's calling himself yeah. at this point, but that I think that's super cool. I also like the uh, Alan Scott thing that they're doing because I didn't realize it was so recent when he came out of the closet. It, it, or, or has it been recent? It's it, it's complicated. So with the New Fifty Two, <laughs> the Justice Society didn't exist, right? 
So the Justice Society yeah. didn't exist in the New 52, but then Earth 2 existed in which there was a, like, kind of like, like Jay Garrick and Alan Scott were in the New 52 Earth 2. But in that, they made them young. And then with them making him young, they made Alan Scott gay. And so we're okay. talking Alan Scott being gay and not having jade or obsidian. And because of that, they folded in old continuity with new continuity to create this new continuity where everything is kind of valid. So Alan Scott is back to being old. He has jade and obsidian uh, as children. And, and by the way, you know, obsidian is gay. Um, and yeah. uh, Alan Scott is now old and coming out of the closet being gay. As a as a yeah, as an older yeah. man, which happens in okay. real life, like people go through their lives and they know that, and they have kids, and then they're like, you know, they come out as gay as an adult, like as a, well, as a middle aged person. Grace and Frankie. <laughs> Is that what happens? Is yeah. that yeah? It's, that's and Grace and Frankie. Basically, these two girls are best friends, and then their husbands are gay for each other. But uh, oh yeah yeah, 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 it's a pretty funny show. Yeah, but uh, yeah, that's what I like. I, I like that they're using older versions of the or different versions of the Justice League, I should say. And I, I, I find it very interesting. And I'm and I don't know much about Psycho Pirate, Psycho Pirate as much as you guys do. Like I'm gonna be honest, I thought it was Doctor Fate at first, at first glance. So like, <laughs> oh, because it kind of has, yeah, 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 yeah. So like, I like I don't know. I I'm gonna look more into Psycho Pirate. He seems very interesting. And I, I can't wait to see what, what DC has in store for us for the six-issue series. I, it's actually funny. I was thinking about your your our conversation a minute ago about, like, what would it be like to be a person in the, the Marvel universe where you're like, gods exist. Like, what would that be like? It made me think of the diner yeah. conversation where all the people are like, so, like, there's there's a multiverse? Like, what does that mean? And right. like, no, that's yes. made up. There's no multiverse. They're like, how can you say there's no multiverse when like Superman exists and like all this other crazy stuff happens on a weekly basis? Right. Just what a nightmare it must be to be a regular person in these universes and oh, know right. that your existence is in this weird fluctuating state of being reset and rebooted. Right. And, and I, I thought that was an interesting like, I, concept. Oh. Oh no! Well, I was just yeah, gonna I, say, I was can't a... believe they gave it to oh, what? Uh, I can't believe they gave it to the mainstream DC public to understand that the multiverse exists. That's crazy, Ben. Yeah, I was. I was about to say. I was like, I, I thought it was an interesting concept to have people actually argue about that because you know, honestly, if if this was a real thing, there would be people that are like, "There's mm. no way." I mean, there's a dude. There's an alien flying from outer space. There's a guy. You know, there, there's there's yeah. this dude who like took over. You know, he has a spiky hat with bat ears, and I don't know, <laughs> but you know, like walking around, and, and I'm just like, are you seriously? You guys do not believe the chance that there could be a multiverse? <laughs> you know, I love the one guy in the diner scene who was like a Batman truther, who was like, I had a cousin who lived in Gotham, and he never saw Batman once, so I don't believe that Batman exists. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. I mean, the, 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 I mean, it makes sense though, like. Yeah. Well, I mean, it if makes sense. anything over this yeah. last year. It I makes was about sense. to say, you could deny that anything. means his cousin kept his nose clean. <laughs> <laughs> that means his cousin was doing the right thing. <laughs> yeah, and not going out at night. I guess like, that's a big thing, right? It's like, <laughs> yes. like if you stay indoors, you're not going to see Batman unless like there's some Joker toxin that like goes into your tap water or something <laughs> like. Like, I don't know. There's other ways to, like, see weird things. Well, maybe you see the villains, but you don't see Batman. I don't know. Sure. You know? Yeah. Um, 
Roy Harper is back, which I'm a fan of Roy Harper. Um, yeah. I'm a fan of like almost every comic book character, so I hate it when they die because I'm like so much lost potential. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Like I hate it when that happens. So Roy Harper being back, does he does he matter in the whole scheme of things to me? Maybe not. I like him on Titans and I like his relationships, but like Roy Harper being back with a Black Lantern ring, that right. shit is crazy. Because Black Lantern's a back, yes. baby. They're back, baby. <laughs> hell of an hell of a cliffhanger they left us on there. I thought it right. was amazing. Is it a monthly? Their back baby series? should have been the tagline of. Sorry, go ahead. Oh no! What I was gonna say is it a monthly series? It's a mini series, six issues. Yeah, oh yeah. Oh, okay. Um, but I was gonna say their back baby should have been the tagline of Infinite Frontier because just every character is like, oh, Chase Cordelia Chase, Director right. Bones, they're back, back baby. baby. Yes, they're back baby. <laughs> uh, Mid two thousands are back. I've I've been saying that catchphrase. <laughs> ironically ironically to the point of now is it ironic i don't know it ever always starts as irony yeah uh zach snyder when when the snyder cut came out people like and uh ben was on this episode with me when we we're talking about the snyder cut uh i i wasn't a huge fan i was like it's better than than the whedon cut or the half whedon <laughs> cut or whatever but yeah. i was like uh somebody was like Oh my God, DC is back, baby! You know, like, and, <laughs> and so ever since then, I've been saying, like, like, uh, like, you know, DC is back, baby! And just kind of going with that and just doing like different things, but unironically, right. and now, ironically, and now it's unironic. I don't know. They I did know. it. They yeah. did it. They brought everybody Those back. Those bastards did it. If you haven't, if you haven't read it. Infinite Frontier, if you if you haven't read Infinite Frontier, go to the store and get Infinite Frontier. Or or if you don't have a comic book store, go on Amazon, grab it, something, read it. It was amazing. Yeah, especially yeah. if you loved the like pre New Fifty Two DC and were disappointed when things got reset. This is like right, Mwah. Chef's kiss, perfect. Right, look at that. You that got it right there. Yeah. I'm spending glowing. all this time. I'm spending all this time with these images, and Ben is just like, "Here's my comic," and it's like, <laughs> "Well, all right." <laughs> Here, there we um, go. Got that better. Yeah. Do you get variant <laughs> covers at all, uh, Ben? If I like a variant, I, if I think the art looks cool, uh, then yeah. Not okay. often though. Yeah. Um. I'm on there is some cool. There's some cool <laughs> variant covers. Do they cost more? Uh, not in my shop. They'll put they'll spend cover price, but there are some shops that will up the price mm. because of a variant cover, like maybe like two three dollars. Yeah. So it really depends on the shop. My shop it sells cover price, but yeah. So like like this one I got this was the only like Heroes Reborn I they had left. So mm -hmm. that's pretty cool. Captain America. Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, all right. Um, somebody here told me about black uh hammer reborn number one did who was telling me that they were going to read that i did okay uh did you read it did you read it i did it's it's quite good um it's actually funny you were saying earlier talking about like wanting interconnected worlds and i think to be true you would enjoy black hammer because at this point i think there are probably like six or seven miniseries that are based in the Black Hammer universe. Um, okay. And each one kind of like covers like 
a different time period or covers a different specific character. Um, but this one is focused specifically on the daughter of the original Black Hammer. And Black Hammer is kind of like an amalgamation of Thor and Orion from the New Gods. So it's a very is like- he, okay, Is he super powered? Yeah, yeah. He's got a big hammer, <laughs> but right, he's like from like a new, he's from like a New Gods type planet but he also like takes the hammer and like slams it down to turn into the like alter ego of oh. himself, much like Thor. And there's kind of yeah. a clear like Norse mythology influence on the like new God characters. It's very Jack Kirby influence, which that's my right. Jack Kirby. Love him. Um, but this series is interesting because it takes place after the original black hammer and uh, in the original black hammer series, the original black hammer's daughter becomes the new black hammer. And this is uh-huh. kind of like a 20 year time jump where she's now become a mom with kids in the suburbs, and she's essentially retired from the superhero life. Um, okay. And you're starting to see a little bit of that superhero life creep back in and her kind of feeling the pull back, even though we get a sense in this first issue that something traumatic happened to her um, on the job and that made her kind of quit the whole superhero gig. Um, okay. And it's a... So Jeff Lemire's been writing like all these different mini series and there's characters that kind of are reflections of um, different uh, DC and Marvel characters. Um, but it's a really great book. And if you want something that's a bit more like introspective superhero stuff, a bit more com- combining like the mundane and the fantastic, it's a really cool book. And like I said, I think you would enjoy it, Dimitri, if you want that sort of world building because it has yeah. a lot of that and it does the different mini series that like expands out on the world. So definitely I, I, check it I, out from Dark Horse. I've been hearing more about it lately. Manny, Manny Batista, who does Manny's picks on, on TikTok, uh, he was talking about how, like, it's his favorite. Like, he, like, that was his pick. Like, he would buy that one every, every month, it, you know, if he was, you know, only allowed one. Um, I just want to do a shout out to, uh, uh, to some people who are out there. Uh, well, Shuby Dubert followed us. I don't know who that guy is, but he sounds cool. Uh, then sounds we lame. have games. Uh, well, maybe you could say that. Uh, maybe maybe you know him. I don't know. Uh, uh, th- there's a guy named Games or or a girl named Games, a person named Games who is now following us. Um, and then we also have 340 people watching us Whoa. on Volume.com. Uh, if anyone wants to create an account, it is free to create an account, um, and you can then chat with us. We're talking about comic books. We're talking about this week's releases, but we would be more than happy to to answer any questions that you have about you know, Batman or Superman or X-Men or Wonder Woman or any, any Power Power Rangers. I'm going to throw it to Ben in a, in a sec for Power Rangers. Um, <laughs> we would love to answer any questions that you have. Uh, uh, you can ask us questions or tell us, you know, uh, uh, what you're into, you know, so on and so forth. Uh, so create an account. It is free to create an account on volume.com and you can chat with us. And that's where that chat is on that right-hand corner of the screen. Um, Quick question, Ben, do you read Black Hammer? Ben? Maybe maybe it's delayed. Can you hear me? Yeah, I'm not sure. I can I can still hear you, yeah. Okay. Maybe it's Ben's connection. I was gonna throw it to Ben to talk about uh Power Rangers. Um but uh is he frozen? Maybe he's frozen. I think it's an internet connection. Like um, I'm going to throw it to... Oh, wait, um, there he is. He you back? I'm back. Okay, cool, cool, cool. <laughs> uh, I was going to say, uh, have you read Black Hammer yourself, Ben? 
No. Okay. I think he froze again. It's cool. Uh, Brian, can you hear me? Yes, I can still hear you. Okay. Cool. 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 Um, once Ben comes back, I'll, I'll throw it to him. Uh, what's another comic that you read this week? Well, I I figured. Oh, I think he's back now. You back? Is yeah. It, 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 I don't know. Let me see. It's yeah, all right. Ben. It happens. Okay. Cool. Yeah, no, this has been happening for the past couple of days. That's the problem. All right, yeah. What? You good? Can you hear me now? Yeah. Can you guys hear me? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. All right. Cool. Um, Ben, tell us about Power Rangers. Well, basically, what's going on at this point is Lord Zed is. I, I had. I didn't get around to reading the new book because I knew you guys talked mostly about DC and Marvel. But uh, basically, here's the story so far, up to what I know, uh, because I, I did catch up in the last two. But um, the uh, Lord Zed has trapped Angel Grove in like a dome, right? And and there's a new Green Ranger. And it's run by this guy, uh, Prometheus. So there's Tommy, the White Ranger, and a Green okay. Ranger. And oh. everybody knows who this Green Ranger is, and the Power Rangers are. And basically, Lord Zed has trapped the entire city and said, I will leave you guys alone forever if you just give me Zordon. And they were like, well, no, we're not doing that. We're, we're, we're not going to give you Zordon. He's our friend. And then they were like, well, okay, well, then that's the problem. You guys don't want to give up your friend. That's why you always, always fail. And, and stuff like that. And basically, um, there's Zordon uh, is from Eltar, which is a planet that he's from. And somebody mm -hmm. from Eltar has come down to Earth and was captured by Lord Zed. And now she's using her as bait. And that's where the book is left off. Uh, mm. I'm sure the Power Rangers are going to go in, save the day, bing, bang, boom. However, you know, there's a whole bunch of stuff going on with this, and I, Ryan Parrott is just doing a phenomenal job writing it out, and hopefully, you know, it just works out that way. Yeah. That, All that's, right. That's the best I can say. Really. <laughs> I, I didn't get, I didn't read it because I, I was like, I was like, I want to get the important stuff that everybody, because last time, remember, I wasn't really prepared because I was reading all mm. this other stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you feel like it someone happens. could jump into that? Sorry. No, yes. uh, Brian. Yeah. Yes, uh, I do feel. Oh, yeah. Uh, people can jump into it. Um, basically, right now, I mean, Mighty Morphin and Power Rangers—they're on like issue eight. So, like, literally, you could start at one, get caught up right now. Like, you're not—it's not too late. Yeah, uh, it looks like Mighty Morphin Power Rangers is on issue seventy-one, but Power Rangers is on issue eight. Is it the same team or a different team? There's, there's, okay, there's a Mighty Morphin. It's just called Mighty Morphin, and then there's another series called Power Rangers. They're part of the same okay. timeline, but they're two different stories. Like, one's out okay. in the deep rims of space, the other one's on Earth. Oh, interesting. Okay, all right. Yeah, I don't, did you uh, guys watch Mighty Morphin Power Rangers by chance when you were kids? I did. Okay, you remember, remember when, uh, the, when Rocky, uh, when the Red Ranger, the Yellow Ranger, yeah. and the Black Ranger all left? Basically, yeah. they're saying that instead of them going to the peace conference, they actually became these things called Omega Rangers, and now they're up in space doing space missions instead of going cool. to the peace conference. So, yeah, yeah that, that's, that's what the Power Rangers story is. Mighty Morphin is what I was just talking about. I, I like... I like the fact that Power Rangers is expanding on, and it's it's a different continuity, right? Because the Green Ranger didn't, that wasn't uh, 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 
there wasn't a green ranger while Tommy was a white ranger in the in yeah. the cartoon or in the yeah, in the show. Yep. Uh, so basically, it's like a new yeah. Yeah, they built like a like um Billy's working for this place called Promethea behind Zordon's back. He stole the dragon de- uh, coin and uh, Oh. Yeah, and actually Zordon just found out about it and he said if you can get us to trust you again, then you'd really be a genius. And that's what he said. Oh, like, damn, Zordon Whoa. laying it down. <laughs> I was like, damn. I like I shut the book. I was like, damn, Zordon's not playing around now. But yeah. <laughs> it, it's awesome so far. Yeah. It's been really cool. Uh, for people who want to read comics but are just a fans of like old 90s properties like because like like the 90s are back baby <laughs> I mean hell, they, they just did, did a Power Rangers Ninja Turtles crossover they, they yeah. just did that yeah you know like there's that's how Ninja Turtles them. books like how like there are Ninja Turtles comics there's Transformers comics right like there's so much back out there the that's not Marvel and DC there's Back to the Future right and like everybody gets a comic, you know, and it's like it's super <laughs> cool pony. that way. Yeah, My Little Pony, right? There's a My Little Pony Transformers crossover right now. Friendship in disguise, right yeah. Is that what it's called? Yeah, and that, it's actually pretty awesome. Not gonna lie, <laughs> yeah. friendship. Like in I, I read it. I was I bought it for poops and giggles, but I was like, you know, this is pretty cool. <laughs> I'm not. Gonna... <laughs> I was like, this is cooler than it should be. You know? Oh, amazing. I hope whoever came up with friendship in disguise got a raise because that's yeah. just, oh, I, I, that's that's a good one. Uh, it's got me. Good. I mean, Back to the Future and Transformers has a crossover going on right now. It actually just released its last book. Incredible. And yes, the DeLorean that's, becomes a Transformer. I was gonna say, I was gonna, yeah, you, you I was gonna to. ask. <laughs> yeah, uh, I always wanted a Fast and the Furious Transformers crossover. There we go. Now we're talking. You know what? That that might happen sooner than you think. Like Transformers is Yeah. I, I'm waiting for for Power Rangers now that it's owned by Hasbro for Power Rangers to cross over Transformers. I'm also waiting for yeah. I I <laughs> once created I once created an idea for like a movie related League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Like a movie uh with like movie characters. And one of which would be a Transformer. And then the guy who works on the Transformers is B.A. Baracus from A-Team. And he's the mechanic for, like, and it's just like, I was just, like, coming up with ideas upon ideas. Uh, anyway, we're moving on. Um, someone's gonna, <laughs> someone's watching this right now and is going to steal this pitch, Dimitri. you got to be careful. Yeah. You can't get these ideas away yeah. free. Yeah, dude. Fa- fa- uh, uh, Fast and the Furious, Transformers, B.A. Baracus. Oh man, can you imagine? Can you imagine? Oh, can you imagine the wait, eight wait till the key versus, versus Fast and no, the Furious? Till, like wait till the key gets a transover a key and transformers crossover. Key that that's Transformers that's crossover. The key yeah. Transformers crossover. Uh wait, this what is would that much. even be? Too much. I don't know. I don't know. Like my car that's just outside. Like <laughs> No, no, you. Okay. You would be the Me personally, I transform. I feel like it would be more like the Keeg and the Matrix or something. Like I go into <laughs> or like reboot. It'd be like reboot, you know? Oh, like the key reboot crossover. I go right. into the computer. I'm in a 3D world full of live streams. <laughs> You're terrible CGI, yeah. Terrible. Yeah. Uh uh and then yeah. Um what uh what else? I mean there's a lot of stuff that came out this uh week. Do you guys read the Star Wars comics? I do. I yeah, I'm, yeah? I'm like kind of ducking in and out. I read the main Star Wars book and I've been reading the main War of the Bounty Hunters 
book. Okay. There's a lot, like, War of the Bounty Hunters. There's a lot Hunters. going on. <laughs> because, okay. So, I read so Darth the, Vader. Okay, yeah. I, I read Darth Vader this week, too. And there are four Star Wars titles. There's Darth Vader, Dr. Aphra, Star Wars proper, and Bounty Hunters. And out of those four, War of the Bounty Hunters, their tie-ins are six issues. So that's six, 12, 18, 24 issues off those. Plus, you have the six-issue War of the Bounty Hunters miniseries, plus one-shot tie-ins with that. Like, Zuckus, How much of Zuckus it are you actually Forlong. reading? I'm only reading Darth Vader. I'm, I'm reading... He looks Vader's like he's before. a broken man right now. <laughs> I'm reading everything except I'm behind on Dr. Afra, So okay. I haven't read the Dr. Afra. I'm Aphra. only reading it for the abs. Yeah. That Dude. Skull Hut. Yeah, I saw that. He does that's, not skip tail day. Yeah, Chad, Chad the Hut. That's a Chad, <laughs> Chad right there. That's the only reason why I'm reading. You want the me? Chad I hut. want you, baby. Okay. <laughs> um, it's only it's only a matter of time. It's only a matter of time till Star Wars TikTok gets a hold of this and starts. I'm uh, doing stand, it. Don't standing. worry, man. What's his name? Buku. His name? Buku. Buku the Hut. Buku. Buku the Chad. Oh yeah. Oh man. Uh, like I, I feel like Greg Pack, Greg Pack, and uh, who's the artist on? Uh, but the Greg, Greg Pack was probably just sitting there. He's like, you know, what would be funny if a hut had abs. Let's yeah. do it. Like, like I was, I said, I was counting his abs. I was like, he has a six pack, maybe an eight pack. I'm not sure if the abs keep going down his tentacle, but I don't know. I, I don't know how. Like, oh I think God. it would be, I think what even more awkward than abs would be if he had that V oblique. So it was like, <laughs> I wouldn't no, know. I mean, he, has like, tail. he has a chest tattoo right there. He's like, Ugh. uh, but like, <laughs> but like, like, but uh, why? Huts, like? huts are hermaphroditic species, right? Like they don't, they don't, I think they, uh, they, are they, how do you know? I this? think so. Cause they're I, asexual. I, think, I know that for sure. Are they asexual or are they? They said it in the Clone Wars novelization. It says that they're right. asexual. Do they, does that mean they reproduce with themselves, or they could reproduce with anyone because they have male and female organs? I don't know. I don't think it went that deep. It was a junior novel. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> they're not getting into hot sex yeah. education in the yeah. uh, the junior novelization. Uh, yeah, it was oh like, a, for, you know, the Clone Wars movie that came out in 2008, they made a junior yeah. novelization, which is canon, yeah. and it just slightly mentioned that they were asexual. At least my there buddy are just Matt chapters about how huts reproduce. It's really inexplicable. It's very bizarre. Well, I mean, it's about, you know, the Clone Wars movie is about rescuing Jabba's son, so they right. had to mention yeah, the that. Yeah, cartoon, yes, yes. There's, um, there's I think it said that it grew from himself. Uh, I think really it's like grew from himself or something like that. It's not Jabba. It's not Jabba's son, right? Well, in the movie, it's Jabba's son. And Buku oh. uh, is not Jabba's son. I think it's his cousin. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I didn't know that Jabba runs the guild mm-hmm. or the, the, hut, the hut crime boss. Jabba is the leader. I didn't know that. Um, well, here, here are the covers for this new issue of uh, Darth Vader with the War of the Bounty Hunters tie-in. Um, here, there's How much the main... do you feel like 
how much do you feel like you'd have to read the entire thing? Because I don't, don't feel like I'm missing much just No, reading. you don't. Yeah. You don't. Everybody's you don't on to. their own everyone's on their own adventure that kind of ties in, but it doesn't sure. tie in with each other. It just ties in with the the return of Crimson Dawn. That's really yeah, the right. big tie-in. Yeah. So War of the Bounty Hunters really has to do with the tie-in of, of, of that. And so, like, all these, they're still going on their missions, but Crimson Dawn's, like, popping up into each of these, like, four yeah. adventures. So technically, and, and yeah, you don't gonna, have to it, do that. Yeah, it's probably just going to end with a new series called Crimson Dawn or something like that. Maybe, or, yeah. Or, or yeah. maybe they'll be bringing it back for the damn movies because, you know, they, Solo. I, I mean, Kira, Dawn. yeah. I mean, Kira's in this. Yeah, that was cool. That was cool yeah. that she popped back mm-hmm. up. So. Yeah. Um, let's talk about, let's, uh, yeah, I I mean, I'm excited to see just what they do. I'm very curious on how you can extrapolate a Kenobi story. So we shall see. Um, let's talk about a, uh, let's talk about a book that actually did go into sexual education because it was awkward. It was awkward (laughs) and I was fine with it, but it was like way of X number, uh, three. Is it? I didn't read that yes. one. So, do you have a moment to talk about our Lord and Savior? <laughs> where? Let's get where into is... it. Let's get into the sex positive <laughs> Stacy X. Uh, yes. Uh, let's. Where did I put this? Uh, I'm trying to find the. Oh, here it is. Yeah, there we go. All right. There's three X Men titles that came out this week: Way of X, Sword, and Wolverine. Um, mm-hmm. and. And uh, we're gonna we'll talk about Way of X first. These all tie in with the Hellfire Gala, um, except Way of X takes place a day after. It's the next day, yeah. and it's about Nightcrawler. I knew Nightcrawler was a mess. Uh, ben, did you read this one? <laughs> I didn't read any of the X Men titles. Just wanted to let you know. Okay. All right. Have you kept up at all with Hellfire Gala? Anything? No, I, I'm not. I'm believe it or not, I've never actually been big on X Men. Uh, Son, Ben, it's good what? Stuff. <laughs> I knew. I, I was like, I'm gonna have to say that some point. Uh, I like the X Men. It's daunting. It's a lot. It I'm is. Sorry. It's a lot. It's a lot. I, I, I get it. I get it. Yeah, that's why. I mean, I like, like I said, dude. You know, I'm a DC like reader. I don't read much. That's Marvel. right. <laughs> X Men is my number one. Like I said, For man, me, I got Titans Academy right here. Yeah, X Men. <laughs> X Men's up here. All of DC is pretty, for the most part, pretty much all of DC and then, well, mostly DC and Marvel, but not Avengers. Avengers, like, my bottom. I still read them. But, like, X-Men <laughs> is my number one. And, like, my DC is weighted higher than Marvel, except for X-Men being my number one. So, like, I can never choose which one do I like more. Right. Uh, like, I like, I like X-Men the best, but I can't choose Marvel or DC one or because it's weird, Right. This okay, might be don't, he doesn't right? even consider X-Men part of Marvel. It's X-Men. That's what... I mean, kind of, yeah. <laughs> it kind of is yeah. its own separate... Yeah, it I mean, basically people, but that's is, how people yeah. kind of see it, that it's its own bubble, yeah. which is why I think it's kind of daunting to get into. This might actually be fun, though, because these two issues were wild, and hearing Ben's they just, like, cold reaction to it might be... Yeah, cool. yeah, no, I, I will uh, sit here and enjoy everything, because this is <laughs> yeah, basically what fact, I did. I had a guy... I, I knew a guy that would talk about X-Men nonstop. That's part of the reason why. So I, I kind of <laughs> yeah. know what's going on. So. Yeah. Um, the Hellfire Gal is a big old fashion event, but guess what? The X-Men had something up their sleeve to announce to the world during this fashion event. And basically, the, the X-Men have terraformed Mars. 
and they've colonized Mars. <laughs> and Earth Earth knows that they don't have the capabilities to colonize Mars, but they're still butthurt about the fact that mutants did it without asking permission. And the, and Krakoa is like, <laughs> we don't have to ask for permission. And like, right. but if they're representing a huge threat, mutants are, you thought that people hated mutants before? Now the mutants are turning dead planets into living planets and then saying nobody else can really go except for this one part in Mars. And, they and essentially declaring Mars. them, yeah, essentially declaring them like this is the capital of our solar system. Any the capital of our solar system is Mars. Amazing. Right. And also Storm right. is queen of Mars now. Storm is queen of Mars. I know they're Bow gonna. They're, they cousins. have to be. Uh, there has to be a new series coming out because because there's no way that like they're moving Storm to Queen of Mars and not dealing with that in a title. Have they ran into I Martians just assume... yet? By chance, though. There's no. There's no. Because yeah, there's no Martians in in Marvel. There's no Martians. Ah, I just Marvel, assumed Marvel that she Martians. probably. Right. I, was I just assumed she was probably gonna become part of the Sword title. I assume that Sword was going to kind of like be focused on the like Sword Station and this new Mars outpost, especially because it was introduced in the Sword book. Yeah, but that being said, Storm left Marauders, and right. like I don't think I think they're going to like they have to give like Storm pretty big like a big throne essentially, right? Like like. Sword is working well without her. I don't know whether I want Storm on a sword title because it's just going to detract from Sword. Because there's That's other fair. characters I want to see in Sword, like Magneto. Yeah, Magneto's like the main guy in Sword in the Sword title, and uh, Storm yeah, being there is just going to compete. It's going to you know compete. Right, well. right. Um, well, all the, I feel like all the Sword characters, like getting into talking about like X Men, I don't think I had heard of most of these characters when I first started reading it. Now I'm like, yeah. Wiz Kid, love them. Frenzy. Frenzy. Love him. Like, By the way, Frenzy's I, outfit. Frenzy's outfit has never been shown. I don't even know if it's here. Is it on uh, yeah, X? I got uh, it. Is it here or it here? Was in, it was in the, like, Hell Oh, here Mandela it is. Lookbook. Yes. What Was it? Was she? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Because I don't remember WizKid. WizKid looking a little non-binary. I didn't know that he... Yeah, oh, I thought that was oh, interesting. Oh, oh. Or, or I don't know actually what uh, their pronouns are. I don't know what WizKid's but pronouns also, are. But Wiz, it's fashion. It's also fashion, but I never knew WizKid Very... had earrings, you know? Yeah. And anyway, yeah. you know. Just what Martians being wear, is, you know? <laughs> yeah. Well, WizKid is wearing, like, a bubble. Why does WizKid wear a bubble? That's his, a good question. On... I don't know if that was part of the outfit. Like, if it was, like, a ironic, like... Because no no one else is wearing any kind of breathing yeah. apparatus, so I don't know if that was like yeah. part of the 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 Hellfire Gala outfit or what the situation there was. Yeah, because uh, I don't think um, none of the characters in this could breathe in space. I don't know. Anyway, yeah. Um, ba basically, you... uh, oh oh, sorry. I'm just gonna tell Ben because yeah. everybody's threatened. Everybody's threatened by um, Krakoa. Essentially, Krakoa is an island run yeah. by the mutants. And yeah, I know that uh, kind of stuff. Yeah. Uh, Arako or Arako. I've been calling it Arako because when you talk about the uh, Araki people, I don't want to say the Iraqi people because that's a different <laughs> thing, right? So I feel like it's Arak the Araki people from Arako. Anyway, yeah. the point being is all the Araki people are now on Mars and they've named renamed Mars to Planet Arako. Yeah. And 
they say that Arako is the capital of the solar system, so the humans on Earth are really pissed. To the point yeah. where I think the I think the Illuminati is re re uh, uh, coming together. They're rejoining. I did hear mutants. something about the I did hear something about the Illuminati coming back together. So yeah, that's what I think. So I I really liked in this issue the scene with Doctor Doom and Captain America talking about this whole thing. Um, ah yes. Especially because, like, it was funny that you made that comment a second ago where you're like... Was that Way of X? X-Men, that, well, DC... That was in yeah. Sword. That was in Sword. That was in Sword. Um, but okay, it was yeah. funny you made that comment where you're like, you know, Avenger, uh, X-Men, DC, 50 Feet of Crap, Avengers. But yeah. <laughs> it, it's it's funny to me that tension that always seems to exist between X-Men fans and the Avengers in general. So I kind yeah. of liked that scene because it's like, Captain America doesn't hate mutants, he just like really wishes there was some way we could all come together. And he's kind of like crestfallen of this idea that like that was never gonna work because humanity can't work with the mutants. Right. He, there was a there was like a very bitter sweetness to it where he's like, he basically says, like, I knew this would always happen that we'd like go to the stars. I just wish we could have done it together. And I was like, oh right. man, like cat I mean, it's like heartbreaking. Heartbreaking and naive though. It's naive. Because if it wasn't if it wasn't like <laughs> If it wasn't Krakoa, it would have been Latveria or Wakanda sure, sure, going sure. to Mars. You know what I mean? Like, Wakanda already has, like, their space empire or whatever they were trying to do. Right. So, like, let's 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 not get all high and mighty about Krakoa operating. Like, especially Wakanda. Like, like <laughs> I'm all for Wakanda. I'm just saying that they're arrogant as well. And yeah. so, like... But it's worth noting... If I can be like, uh, oh, blah, blah, actually. Well, uh, yeah. Did you, did you, you've read the Black Panther run where the intergalactic Empire of Wakanda was established? I, I didn't read all of it. I didn't read, I read all a little of bit. it. Okay. So. That, that kind of like fell onto their lap. They didn't do that on purpose. It was because they sent the astronauts up as like part of their space program. And then those guys ended up in like a weird future time portal. They established okay. it. And now T'Challa's kind of like, well, I guess we gotta figure out how to make this work now. Right. So even that's kind of like not something they did deliberately. Like the mutants openly being like, "Mars is our ours now." By the way, we terraformed it. We're establishing yeah. a colony there. They did it in like three days. Wild. You know what I'm mad Wild. about? You know, what? like literally, they had all this going on, and they were over here promoting absolute carnage when I could have been buying this stuff. <laughs> and. Absolute Carnage is the reason why I left Marvel because I invested all of my money into that. And, like, literally, I bought every single tie-in because de Metal had just happened. And so I was just like, oh, this must be Marvel's response to Metal. And so I was like, I'm not going to pass this up. <laughs> Big money here. I, I think I've got $90 back from it. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Always and, been and on X, me, baby. It's Always like, oh, yeah. Oh, by the way, uh, the... Uh, yeah, well, we we have a carnage is coming back. He's like ripping people's spines out and eating it and stuff. Oh, dude, awesome! And, and then you're telling me there's mutants on Mars, and you're not yeah. gonna mention that. No, right. so kicking back that Johnny Cates. That's where it's at. You know, I, I, I'm uh, telling you, Thor's in like, Fortnite. Okay, like uh, <laughs> that's the important stuff. <laughs> I, I I'm telling you, like X Men is where it's at. Like like for me like i if somebody was like hey i got like a like a couple dollars i can spend a week and i'm like okay can you afford three titles a week that's like it sounds a lot and it is a lot but yeah. also like if you could do three titles a week i would say invest it all in x-men X -Men. it's three yeah. titles a week and like 
Like, I have you don't to get even into don't pay attention to any crossover. Like, X-Men's all its own crossover. So, That's like, don't I, read yeah. Heroes, don't read Heroes Reborn. Don't bother with it. Don't bother with, like, <laughs> King in Black. You just do three, you do the, your X titles, and that's it. That's right. a full meal. That is a Dimitri, full meal. how much meal. is Jonathan Hickman paying you right now? How much, how much advertising <laughs> for Jonathan one, Hickman right one, one day I will work for Jonathan Hickman. I will work for him one day. That's, I mean, I would love to do that. Jonathan Hickman would, won't be paying him. He'll be paying John Hickman. <laughs> yeah. I would really love to hear your thoughts on one specific thing, Dimitri. Yeah. After the end of S.W.O.R.D., where we Ooh! see the return, yes! the return of Wanda Maximoff, how yes! are you feeling about Magneto? Because I know you have had very, like, uncertain feelings about Xavier and Magneto over the course of this Krakoa era. How are you feeling about him specifically, Magneto, right now? Uh, well, I think Magneto is is a sympathetic villain. He is in, mm-hmm. he was in the newest Guardians of the Galaxy. I don't know if you guys read the yes. Guardians of the Galaxy. I'm just going to show, show the covers just real quick because I'm going to refer to it. Basically, uh, Guardians, there was a, like a Guardians and Sword uh, crossover in the new Guardians mm-hmm. uh, book. And um, they meet Sword, and then Richard Ryder, uh, Nova, fights Magneto. And Magneto almost pretty much kicks his ass. And Richard <laughs> Ryder just wanted to have somebody to fight. And in the end, like Magneto has a talk with Richard Ryder. And in the end, after they fight, they're like, I'm sorry, kind of. They're like, we were just looking for something to fight about. And like, Magneto's turning over a new leaf. He's still arrogant as all hell, mm. but he is not who I'm worried about. Xavier mm. is who I'm worried about. And Xavier is going to be a big bad, I think, and there's mm. going to be something coming out of this. Um, so Magneto, I'm not worried about, especially at the end, you see Wanda Maximoff's return, and Mag- and she was like, she wishes she could have gone to the Hellfire Gala, but nobody likes her. They keep calling her the the false prophet or false pretender or whatever yeah, because yeah. she has yeah. she was technically not a mutant and yeah. Yeah. they have to like fight uh, Apocalypse to the death to prove that they were a mutant or something like that. Right, right, right. Uh, the, yes, only mutants are allowed on Krakoa. The no more mutants. Thing. Yeah, and they they call her. They are sent. She's the boogeyman, right? Like like people who have never met her talk very ill about her and in the end of sword she appears and magneto is like you're she she she, she's humble she's modest and magneto accepts her into open arms saying you may not like be a mutant and may not even be my daughter but you are my daughter regardless like right like and and i think they either dance or hug i'm not quite sure i forget like um and so like like because magneto talks about the daughter he did lose the, the one in World War II, the daughter he lost to that mob, and he doesn't want to lose another daughter. And, like, like it, it's so sad, and it's, it's, it's right, because, like, even if she's not related to him, she's then his adopted daughter. And yeah. she's as much of a daughter. She's more of a daughter to Magneto than Polaris is. Polaris, Magneto, like, would say he, she's not his daughter for so long until, like, I guess they retconned it in or ret-retconned it in. Anyway, the point being is, I think there's a subplot coming up about false mutants. Because they've mm. been counting on, they've been pointing out false mutants along the last couple of years. Uh, Franklin Richards, they brought up recently, right. and they were like, nah, he's a pretender. They keep it. Wanda, Wanda Maximoff's a pretender. Kitty Pride had something weird going on with the Krakoan gates, but then she got, like, resurrected, and now 
they're fine. I think there's something weird going on that they're going to retcon the Maximoffs back into being mutants. It, it was so funny reading that scene of him being like, you may not biologically be my daughter, but you are my daughter. And to me, I kind of read that as Marvel being like, look, we can't retcon this again. We've done it too many times. We're just going to say it's his daughter. We're just going to move on with it. Right. Just go with right. it. Don't worry about it. But right. I, I agree with you. And I, I think it's so interesting how much Magneto has become a more sympathetic character than Charles Xavier. And it feels like there's just this interesting thing where I think writers are more interested in making us care about Magneto in an equal measure as they are making us hate Charles Xavier. There's this yeah. weird push and pull between those two characters that writers seem to always go back to. Yeah. Um, uh, what I was trying to segue, Ben, you're going to have a hoot about this. Oh boy. Way of X, Way of X number three is all about sex. It should have been called Way of Sex. Uh, <laughs> Way of Sex Wait, number three. Second. Mom, you gotta go. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it, it was it was all about it was all about that, and the reason is there are three laws on Krakoa, right? Am I right, Brian? There are three laws. Yes. Yes. One is what? What, what are the three? What are the three oh, laws? I'm, I have them right here. Here they are. Okay. We have number one. Make more mutants. Mm. That's number kill one. Kill no man. No, that's number one, okay. baby. That's number one. Okay. Uh, number two, kill no man. Eh, that's yeah. hit or miss sometimes. They, they Three, blur the line the a lot. Land. Yeah, yeah. They're pushing this down yeah. sometimes. Yeah. Uh, but uh, number one, make more mutants. Make more. Babies are back, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. So, oh, my God. Yeah, so we see in the previous other titles that crossed over that oh, was the whole Hellfire Gala. Oh, oh I respect is, this sacred land. Oh, okay, yeah. gotcha. All right. Um, so so we see Nightcrawler get drunk at the Hellfire Gala in the background of other titles, and we finally get <laughs> to like him having a crisis of faith, right? Because he's uh, is Ben still with us? Yeah, I'm here. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Uh, he's having a crisis of faith, and he's trying to figure out, like, what are his golden rules then? And so he was like, okay, one of them is make more mutants. Shouldn't we take away contraceptives? We Shouldn't people just be having sex to have babies? And it, he runs across Stacy X, who we haven't seen for 15 years, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. we haven't seen since uh, 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 Uncanny X-Men. Uh, maybe Probably, it's Judd yeah. Winnett. Was it no Chuck Austin? I think you're always getting Chuck. Chud, you're always getting Judd Winnick and Chuck Austin confused for some reason. Yeah, I am. Uh, I'm always. I always get them confused. Uh, you <laughs> watch that episode? You watch? That I watched episode that episode. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's like, how do you know so much about me, Brian? Um, <laughs> <laughs> I've been watching. Yeah. I'm uh, I almost just so, called him Chud Winnick, by the way. Yeah. That that's Chad Chad the Hut. Um, Buku the Chad, whatever. Um, um, what was I saying? Oh, then there's a whole like brothel thing where they, people are like having like having sex, but then there's the whole like psychic sex that like Mercury and Loa is it Mercury and Loa? Yes, Mercury and Loa. Mercury yes, and yes. Loa try to have sex, but like they want to have psychic sex, and then Legion is hunting Onslaught. There's a lot of shit going down in Way of X. 
like they're they're doing this scooby-doo chase with like onslaught <laughs> jumping from like like mine to my it's this weird thing anyway i don't know how it finally ends but there's like babies getting dropped it like people are like dropping their babies off and like like running away and you know what i mean like people don't yeah. know whose baby this is it's yeah. like weird stuff and then cortez wants this buff girl to put on magneto's helmet and have sex with him and it's this like weird like what the hell is going on this whole this whole book is wild i gotta go buy this book it's it's a good i love this comic i i yeah. also want to say that like i think the idea first of all i think the idea of stacy x kind of running this like combination planned parenthood sex therapy sort of like clinic on Krakoa yeah. is a really interesting direction to take her character and it also naturally gives her a counterpoint to Nightcrawler who's of course like he's a former priest he's got his Roman Catholic hang-ups about and I can say this as someone who's raised Roman Catholic uh, he's got his Roman <laughs> Catholic hang-ups about like yeah. no contraceptives everybody's gotta have sex just to make babies and Stacey X is like yeah okay we live on cool hippie islands now it's not gonna yeah. fly for a lot of these people um, who are just gonna right. have kids and then drop them off and move on with their lives. Right. So there's almost like, I feel like this book is almost building like a secondary Krakoa council of like Nightcrawler, Stacy X, Legion, Dr. Nemesis, and Pixie that I almost feel like is like, these are the people I think should be running Krakoa. These are the people yeah. who I feel like almost like would be better for Krakoa than whatever right. weird machinations Xavier and Moira X have got going on. Because a lot of those characters have, like, weird hang-ups of being number two. Because, like, Dr. <laughs> Nemesis was talking about how he's number two to Forge. And, like, he's right. like, I don't know why I'm number two to Forge. And, like, I'm growing mushrooms out of my head. Why Why am I number two to Forge? <laughs> like, that's... It's, it's weird, Ben. Like... Again, they it's were weird. pushing absolute carnage when all the X-Men... <laughs> Are having sex Screw and you, Marvel. <laughs> you know, like, that's all I gotta say. <laughs> yeah. Um uh before we transition away from X-Men, um, if you have any thoughts, Brian, about the three title Wolver the Wolverine title was just an excuse to get Deadpool in, like honestly. Yeah, like, I thought it was fine. I think Beast yeah. is being a real piece of garbage. Like oh, some Beast dark is... places they're taking that character. Well, I, I think he's crazy. taking him towards Dark Beast. That's what I think. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I, I also, well, I was also going to say with the sword book, one more time, touching back on that again, I'm now very yeah. interested to see where this Trial of Magneto book goes. Because yeah. Because it seems like it's going to be really tying in with him and the whole Maximoff family tree. And I, I'm curious as to what it is that he even did that there has to be this this trial. So I'm more yeah, excited maybe, for that now yeah. after seeing the Wanda thing. How far in this series, maybe, these three series, are we? Sorry. In the three series? Yeah. Uh, Way of Not X is far. issue three, Sword is issue six, Wolverine's like yeah. 21 or something. Okay, just just making sure. Yeah, it's not yeah. bad. Sword and Way of X are relatively new titles. Okay. Yeah. And those are two of my favorite of the X-Men books, in my opinion. I think those are my two, like... Sword and Way of X. Can I start yeah. on these? I Probably. think so. Yeah. I would, I would recommend reading House of X, Powers of X, and then going yeah. to Sword. Okay, I'll do that. You know? Because that uh, gives you the context yeah. of Krakoa. Yeah. Yeah. I'll get some I mean, because, like, every time there's a new event anywhere in Marvel or comic books, you could start 
where that event ends. So House of X starts it off. There's a bunch of X-Men titles. Then uh, X of Swords, Ten of Swords is what it's called, but whatever. And then a bunch of titles to where we are now. So technically, if you read House of X, Powers of X, and then you read X of Swords, those are just two hardcovers, I guess. And then you could catch up, like, easy. Gotcha. All right, thanks. Because I'm interested now. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> um, I'm going to do a, a TikTok video on planet-sized X-Men and the whole terraforming of Mars, and that might be able to, like, get people up to speed on the Mars thing. Yeah, so, that sounds, that's, you know. like, that's the thing that got my attention, I thought. Dude, it is crazy, because they put scientific thought into what yeah. it would take to terraform Mars, and, like, humans can't do it, but, like, a weather, could, like, yeah. a weather, Omega weather wizard, or, like, witch Who could do it, weather. you know? Yeah. Yeah, like... Like you, but then they have to enrich the soil, and they literally found the one mutant who could enrich the soil. Like, <laughs> like, oh, 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 it's so good. It's so good. I, I, I just um, find it funny. Humans were like, get rid of mutants, no more mutants. And then the mutants <laughs> leave, and then they're doing better than them. And then they're like, right. oh man, you mutants suck. <laughs> Well, if we want to tie, I mean, I I mean, it's kind of true, though. Yeah. Uh, If you want to tie it in with the Tulsa race uh, 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 Mm. riot slash massacre. Yeah. uh, Yeah. You know, back then people were like, uh, they don't want black people to be in their city. And then black people create their own towns and infrastructures and economics and they do well and then they get burned down. Like, essentially, it's only a matter of time until humans go to Mars to kill the mutants there even though they're not hurting anyone they're on another planet like what's the big deal doing what you always wanted getting out of your hair getting out of yeah it isn't enough you get jealous that's the thing yeah the humans are they're getting jealous there's so many layers to x-men like yeah i'm loving what's going on right now um we're gonna we're gonna transition away from X Men because there's a lot of other titles. We only yeah. got like half an hour left. Um, yeah, sure. Ben, I want you to throw out throw out a title you really loved this week. Uh, I have enjoyed Titans Academy. Let's talk about it. Titans Academy number four. Did either you guys read it? I did. Yeah. Okay. I so, missed out on that one. So all I'm right. Take, so I'm gonna take uh, the. Take all right, five Brian, on this are, one. are you aware of who <laughs> Red X is? Did you watch the Teen Titans show at all? Oh yeah. Okay. I'm a big fan of who Red, Red X, X is. is now canon in the comic books. And uh, we do we know, know who he is yet? No, that that's actually what Titans mm-hmm. Academy is all about. They're trying to figure it out who it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, Dimitri, who do, you, who do you think it is, man? Uh, somebody was telling me they think it's Tim Drake, but I don't think it's that was Tim me. Drake. That was me. Was it? Was I, it you? <laughs> yes, that that was me. I, and I'm still I still sticking with that. It's either Damien or Tim. It, it can't be one of the people at the account. Who do you think it is? I think it's, I mean, I don't know just yet who, uh, but it, I think it is somebody from the Academy uh, because they're also making it so that like Red X hasn't killed anyone yet. Like Red X, like he could still be not bad. So we don't yeah. know. We just know that he's linked to some shady stuff, but we don't know. So I'm not ready to write off anybody. Like we could have a character that we really like that is Red X. Right. You know? I mean, and in the Suicide Squad uh, book, I don't know if you got around to reading that Suicide Number Four. Yeah. It wasn't this week, but I think it was like last week. But uh, um, I think it was last week. Yeah. Yeah. Basically, they they talked about how he's a Batman level intellect in this Titans Academy. They keep talking about 
they're, they're Batman wannabes trying to figure this out. So Batman keeps coming up every time they talk about Red X. And, you know, and Nightwing was originally... Nightwing used to be, yeah. Yes, and in the show, they obviously wanted Jason Todd. It was like a Jason Todd, but yeah. that, that'd be too obvious now. And Tim Drake, in, in his future state book, that takes place three months before, uh, and Batman's dead. A lot can happen in three months. Um, that's why I think that he, and also he's maneuvering. He's three steps ahead. That that was a that was a common thing that kept coming up. He's three steps ahead. Who's the smartest, yep. Robin? Tim Drake. Who's always three steps ahead? Tim Drake. And it would just make sense to me. Like I mean, they were literally going around saying Billy Batson could possibly be Red X. So well, because they didn't know Billy Batson was Captain Marvel. Yeah, like those oh, kids. Okay. <laughs> yeah. That was the people joke. theorizing this. I was like. Who the heck was no. Billy Batson? Well, well, the joke is that the there's three members of the Titans Academy that come from Gotham, and they're kind of like lower socioeconomic status. They are detective based, and like they're from the the hard streets of Gotham, right? The uh, they're called they call themselves the Bat Pack, and it is El Chupacabra. Um, who's the? What are the three names? Here, let me take a look. Uh, yeah. It, El Chupacabra. El Chupacabra is one of them. Uh, is Brat Brat Girl? Brat Girl, yes. And, <laughs> Brat Girl is one of them. And who's uh, the big mega, guy? Mega Brat. Me- mega Bat or mega, mega Brat? Mega Brat. Mega and the other one's Brat Girl. Yeah. Okay, so Chupacabra, right. Brat Girl, and Mega Brat, and so uh, they're just trying to figure out who Red X is, and. Yeah, nobody knows uh, Billy. Like Billy Batson can't control his powers right now. He can't yeah. control his his Shazam, um, and so he uh, nobody knows w- w- that he's Shazam. And yeah. so, um, so they're like, "What is he doing here? He must." There's something weird about him. And then the Titan, sure. like Donna Troy and and Gar, had to be like, "Nah, Billy's not Red X." I promise. Without you. saying he's Shazam, <laughs> trust you know? us. Yeah. yeah, I mean now yeah. Night Nightwing is back in the running now for some reason. I don't. I mean, they they were like it could be Nightwing. Nightwing could be putting it on in secret, not telling anybody. Yeah, and I'm. But just like, no. we know it's not. But I think it's awesome that everybody who tries to take off his mask gets a not like a very near lethal shock. Yeah, because that's what Amanda Waller said. Every every person who tries to take off that mask gets a near lethal shock because the mask has like a like a trigger or something in it. If yeah, so that's what Batman has on his mask. Yeah, I'm a little behind. Oh wait, Batman, Batman has that too. Well, Batman has had two things: the electric shock one and like knockout gas or whatever on yeah. like the side <laughs> of his mask. Nightwing Nightwing has an electric uh, thing on his Domino mask though. Yeah. Yeah. Was he uh, what were you saying, Brian? the Suicide Squad? I'm like an issue or two behind on that that run. Uh, it was, uh, uh, oh, go ahead. No, no, no. Uh, uh, ben, I'll, uh, I'll let you explain it. I uh, in the Suicide Squad, basically the the one of the Titans uh, was raised by Amanda Waller, right? Uh, she she's uh, sorry she, sorry to interrupt real quick real quick. There's 550 people watching us right now on Volume.com, but I believe what? that not everybody out there has created accounts. Come create an account. If you're watching this anyway, create an account. Talk with us. We want to know. We're talking comic books. We want to know your favorite heroes, your favorite villains. We want to know whether you want to get into comics. This is a weekly show every Thursday night at 8 p.m. Pacific time to 10 p.m. Pacific time. Like, keep coming back. We'll be talking about this stuff. 
Um, um, if you care enough to be watching this live right now, uh, create an account. It is free to create an account. And uh, you can just talk with us. We don't need anything from you other than just having you here. It's uh, it's amazing to have you regardless. Uh, sorry, Ben. Continue. Oh yeah. Basically, uh, I forgot her name. She goes by Bolt now, but she she's a she's yes. a speedster, right? Yeah. And uh, okay. she she got her legs cut off uh, somehow. I, I just I blinding my head right now. I'm blinding my 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 memory. But uh, she got her legs cut off, and she she uses like prosthetic like slicers like legs, Whoa. and yeah. yeah, and she was raised by Amanda Waller basically. Was she? And uh, kinda. Was she? Yeah, okay. Basically, and uh, so and Amanda sent her to, and then the suicide came. Suicide Squad came in with Red X, and Red X betrayed them, and then they took him in. Gotcha. Okay, I gotta catch up on that. I was liking the. Yeah, it's all. It's only on like issue four right now, four or okay. five. Yeah. So it's not like it's anything serious at this point yeah i think it would make um, sense for it to be tim drake because i feel like tim drake's at this weird like he kind of doesn't have anything to really do i feel like there's so exactly. many bad family members he's kind of in this weird state where no one really knows what to do with him so yeah uh he's been he's been on um the nightwing comic which has been yes amazing. the nightwing comic oh, is one of my favorite by tom right taylor now. like i said yeah. there's nothing bad by tom taylor yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I want to go all the way to guys... Australia to meet him. <laughs> is he Australian? Mm-hmm. He's from down under. Steve, I, I didn't. I didn't know that. Okay. Um, did any of you read uh, uh, um, Justice League? Um, That's yes, Brian Michael Bendis's Justice League. No, I didn't. I'm loving Justice League right now. Yeah, I liked I'm, it. I'm I, it. I, yeah. I mostly just know about it from hearing you guys talk about it. I'm kind of out of the loop on it, but I'm, I I liked what I was reading of it. Um, how did you feel about this issue? Uh, it closes up the main arc. They get back to, to their Earth, and mm -hmm. uh, uh, they leave Zumbado behind, and Zumbado's trying to like figure out how to get back. Naomi's a big part of this. They finally cemented the League. This this happens a lot in Justice League comics. In the In the <laughs> first arc... They're like, they have a, a main couple of people and then they have a couple of people that are trying to court onto the team and then something big happens. And then at the end of the arc, they're like, all right, you have me for now. And then like, they fly <laughs> off. Like, that's like classic Justice League. Like, I'm pretty sure Morrison's run did the same thing. And like yeah. Joe Kelly and like, and, and like, there's always like some rando that they're like, hey, Green Arrow, <laughs> you want to join the team? I don't know. <laughs> Right, like like Despero pops up and then Green Arrow like shoots his third eye with an arrow and he's like, "I'm here just to show you guys, uh, I care." And then like, boom, <laughs> Green I Arrow's care. on the like like I, I'm just right. I'm writing. I'm doing the writers' jobs for them. All right, this is a Mad Libs. It's a Mad Libs. It's like pick three major Justice League characters: Batman, uh, 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 Superman, you and know, Wonder Superman, Woman. Wonder Woman. Yeah, or it could be like Batman and the Flash, because in this run, Wonder Woman is Hippolyta, and they're trying to get Hippolyta to join the league. Ooh. So like in this run, it's Batman, Superman, like uh, like uh, Green Arrow, Black Canary. They're already on the team, and then they're like, Hawk "Hey, Rose Naomi, League. you know what's up?" Yeah, I, and like I, I whatever. was assuming Naomi would be on the Justice League if Bendis was going to write it because you know he created her. So yeah, like, yeah, put, uh, kind of put uh, her on the league. You know? Yeah. Uh, it's been pretty. It's been a pretty good run, and like each of the characters have a distinct voice, which is really nice. Mm. 
Um, not everybody writes like that, but Bendis, for some reason, I wasn't expecting much from him, but he knows these characters and their voices. Yeah, um, you know who he yeah. writes really well, and I'm I'm like so delighted by it. I feel like he writes Superman really well. I think yeah, so I love, too. I love the little scene with him and Black Adam, where Black Adam's like, "Oh, you want me to be like you?" And he's like, "I want you to become better than me." And I was like, "That's yeah. such a good Superman line to like, like inspire I will admit, people." I mean, I'll admit, like at first when he first left Marvel to go over to DC, I, I read mm. a little bit of his Superman stuff. I was like, ah, man, this ain't it, you know. But you know, now, yeah. like now that he's comfortable, like I read Event Leviathan. I read, and Event Leviathan had to explain all the characters to me, like, oh, Clark Kent's my husband. Yeah, I know this, like, but uh, you know, <laughs> yeah. so you know, but now that he's in a comfortable spot, they've rebooted everything. I think now, like Bendis is back on top again. Yeah. You know? Um, he's really good at writing down-to-earth characters. Yes. He does not do good with cosmic-level characters unless they're down-to-earth. So he wrote really good on Ultimate Spider-Man. He wrote, you know, Jessica Jones. And he wrote the, um, when he wrote the new Avengers run, like, a lot of those characters were down-to-earth characters. And so what's cool about Superman is if Superman was in Marvel, Superman would not be down-to-earth because Marvel doesn't write their... Yep. Superman type characters is down to earth. But because it's DC, Superman is a farm boy. He is a reporter. Bendis knows how yeah. to write the down to earth Superman. Yeah. Because you need to believe that Superman's not a god and write him as not a god that is a god. You know what I mean? Yeah. That was the thing I realized like a little ways into his run. I was like, oh, he's writing him like a street level character. Because he's yeah. got the like just like Spider-Man, just like Daredevil, he's got like reporters around him. He's got the police around him. He's got firefighters around him. He has the prototypical Bendis like city dweller characters. Yeah. It's just yeah. he happens to be Superman. So it was really yeah. interesting when that, when that kind of clicked to the place for me, like, oh, I see what he's doing here and that's why it works so well. Yeah, and you know, right. whatever he's doing, it, it's working. Because I mean, look at the MCU. Almost like 80% of the MCU is based on a Bendis book. You know, like, <laughs> like think about it, man. Captain Marvel, Secret Invasion, like parts of Endgame, Infinity War, Civil War. Right. It, it, it's like, I, right. that's five right there. You know, so I'm just like. I mean, the on, current man. Peter Parker is very much the ultimate Peter Parker. The Ironheart's getting right. a show. Right. Secret yeah. Invasion's yeah. getting a show. You know, right. there, there's so much. So it, much. It, it's His writing lends itself well to the MCU because the MCU is down, down to, to earth. earth. Yeah. That's the whole, that's why they they crack wise so much, right? And that's why like some people don't like it as much, like kind of, I guess that the MCU it. is like a bunch <laughs> of action comedies, but I don't consider them action comedies. I just consider their characters down to earth and their characters are going to like, no matter how boring you are as a human being, you, people still crack <laughs> jokes, right? Like right. you don't have to be a professional comedian to crack jokes in normal everyday life. Right. And so like, but we're seeing it through a, a lens of like, we're watching their movies. So they're cracking jokes, but they don't have to, you know what I mean? They're not yeah. comedic totally, characters. Yeah. yeah. Um, Except for Rhodey. So I, so Bendis uh, tends to, <laughs> to, to do a good job there. Uh, I want to go, cause there's a lot of comic titles we haven't done and we don't have much time. I so want to go through this. each one. I want to go through each. Yeah. So much. I want to go through each one and I'm going to put their uh, images up. And I want us to, like, say whether we read it or not. And if we did read it, we give a, like, sentence or two. 
just a quick like 10 yeah, second totally. 15 second thing um we're gonna go with dc did anyone read harley quinn number four no i did not know i didn't either um it, I, I read the first couple issues of this and uh i like to see harley quinn on her own and i also like the pride variant cover of yeah. harley quinn and poison ivy together um so uh, i'm definitely gonna read this committing to that yeah well, it was yeah. so long of being like maybe it feels like now we're finally like yeah they're they're a couple like I'm yeah. glad we're well, just finally like, done married at injustice yeah 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 uh, just like Loki Loki is bisexual in the MCU you know and yeah. like they're yeah. they're finally realizing that they have to like shit or get off the pot right like for some <laughs> of these characters like yeah, yeah. you know um, that's Harley Quinn we're we're gonna go DC first we'll just go through all of them and then we'll go through Marvel. Um, did anyone read Checkmate number one? No. No, I did not. I, I did. And it is What'd you say? crazy. Uh mm. it, it it is it is it is good. It is um like the basic the, the lineup on Checkmate is Green Arrow, Lois Lane. Be, mm. Lois Lane's part of a secret society dealing with Checkmate. It's crazy. Uh <laughs> Dr. Bones or Director Bones, I mean. There's uh, there's another mysterious guy that they don't know too much about, but then they're also dealing with Leviathan as well. Um, and this is and part so, of the Infinite Frontier. Uh, uh, this, uh, it's not part of Infinite Frontier. It is, but it is a. Uh, I mean, it's dealing with the. Oh yeah, it is Infinite Frontier. Yeah, yeah the whole Dr. initiative Bones was in was in Infinite Frontier. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. You're right. You're right. The Infinite Frontier initiative this new line of DC Comics, Infinite Frontier. Yeah, it all ties in. Gotcha. Um, so this is one of six of a limited series right there. Uh, did yeah, anyone read Act... Uh, let's see. Yeah, it is. That's why it's so okay. damn yeah. good. Yeah. <laughs> um, also, Steve Trevor is a main character in that too. So oh, cool. it's interesting. Uh, action Comics. Is anyone reading no. Action Comics? Didn't read Action Comics. Nope. No. No. Uh, I didn't, but this cover looks cool, and I want like all these ones I didn't get to read. I'm probably gonna read after we get off here. Um, <laughs> did anyone read Detective Comics? No, I'm no. behind on it. But they're re they're introducing Huntress again and bringing back Ooh. Huntress, and I really like Huntress, and so uh, I'm I'm interested to to see where that goes. Um, I didn't read Superman, but I like what they're doing. I didn't read this issue, but I've read some of the past issues. Are you guys reading mm -hmm. Superman? Yeah, no, it's so weird how I'm behind on the main big like Superman, <laughs> Batman, action comics, detective comics. I'm behind on those. And it's so yeah, weird I, how I care more about the smaller stuff now. I was just going to say, I'm like reading Nightwing and Robin, not currently reading Batman or detective. Yeah. Yeah. Um, someone read Wonder Woman, black and gold, right? I did. I didn't I read it. Give us, give us your quick uh, stuff. It was awesome, it, and the artwork was probably the best part because it literally only showed black and gold. The only thing that was covered mm. in was was Wonder Woman's armor, and or cool. if something else was gold or something like that. It was super cool. It's a bunch of little short stories by a bunch by a bunch of uh, different writers or, and artists and stuff like that. It's super good. Uh, yeah, I, I go ahead and check it out, guys. It was super good. Because uh, Batman has Batman black and white, Superman has red and blue, and Wonder Woman has black and gold, and they're all yeah. anthology type books. Yes. Um, which is which is kind of cool. Uh there. Um, did anyone read Batman Reptilian? I did. Was it good? No. <laughs> okay. The face says it all. I think that face. No. Well, I, I, mean, I, I didn't even Batman? show his face. 
Batman <laughs> is my favorite character. And yeah. I was just like, this is the most boring. I got like four pages in. I'm just like, this is boring. Like I was literally That's reading like 80 different books right before that. And then yeah. I was like, oh, Batman <laughs> ripped something. I'm so excited to read this one. I was just like, oh my God, are you kidding me? And you know, the artwork was different. And uh-huh. yeah, it, 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 it was it's like- It's Garth it was, Ennis though. I do not like Garth Ennis. I just yeah, don't like Garth Ennis. It wasn't doing, it, it made me want to vomit. I'm not going to lie. And, Garth uh, Ennis makes it, me want to vomit. Sounds like Garth Ennis. I mean, yeah, yeah. And I was just like, I'm, but you know, I was like, Batman reptilian number one. Oh man, I can't wait to read. That was the one I was excited for too. I was like, are you kidding <laughs> yeah. me? Like it was yeah. so boring. It was very, it was very much a letdown. I did not enjoy it. Okay. You know, there are people um, out there that would, so- did any of you guys read Robin? I had to read issues one and two in order to read this third one. Who Robin. read Robin? Ha! Love oh, that's a pun. Yum. Who read? Who read Robin? Yeah. Yum. Uh, uh, the reason. Yum indeed. That's reason, my review of this comic. What's up? As in, I love that. It's, it's great. I'm loving it. So good. Yeah. Uh, I'm I'm liking it uh, <laughs> as well. It's a good hop on. Like these only three issues in. It's good for like people who want to like uh get into a new series robin is pretty it's a pretty easy read it's just there's a tournament of fighters especially if you watch mortal kombat there's a tournament right. of fighters on an island where you get resurrected that's it if you want so to get to Damian fight Wayne, to the death and i love how damian wayne just it's like i'm gonna kick everybody's ass <laughs> yeah. wait ben, did you read it i didn't read did it but i know it? what it's i've read the first one. Oh, okay uh, uh yeah in the second quick one. things, quick things about oh, it. Okay. One, I love that Flatline is the sidekick of Lord Deathman from the uh, Jiro Kawada Bat Manga series. From is that the, who like, it is? Late, yeah. Yes. Okay. Yes, Lord that's Deathman who is the, to. Yeah. the villain from one of the Batman manga series. He's that Batman skull and, guy, right? He's like yes, a bones yes. looking kind of guy. Yes. Okay. And he's a master of yoga, which makes him seem like he uh, can die because that's how yoga works, I guess. Uh, yeah. That's how they explain the master of yoga. <laughs> yeah, like a death yoga. Um, and yeah. I love Connor Hawk showing up. The little convo with him and uh, Damien, where they're basically yeah. like, you know how our dads are like basically the same dude? Which I loved fun. it. <laughs> it was so good. It was so wait. good. I they were like, did your it. dad? Did your dad die and get resurrected too? Yep. And they're like, <laughs> like, does your dad have a cave? He used to. So, yeah, same here. And like, and like all does of them, like themed cars. Dad, yeah, yeah. yeah. A billionaire cars? without parents. Like, <laughs> yeah, it was so good. Uh, uh, but yeah, way, I, whole... Connor Hawk's one of those characters I have a very strong affinity for because one of my first Same DC here. books was the Grant Morrison JLA two-parter where he joins the league. Yeah, I, yeah. such a good story. So good. So yeah, yeah I, I have an affinity for that character. I'm glad he's back. The first time I read about Connor Hawk, it was uh, Kyle Rayner teaming up with him on Kyle Rayner's mm, time. Nice. Um, and dealing with the death of Green Arrow. So that's the right, thing. Right. In the 90s, in the 90s, Oliver Queen, Hal Jordan, and Barry Allen were all dead, which left room for those other characters to grow. Kyle Rayner, yeah. Wally West, yeah. Connor Hawk, they, they had room because they weren't expecting them back. They were like, right. we're going to grow from here. And it, and so those were the characters I grew up with. And I Same. honestly, I was going to skip over Robin until I heard Connor Hawk is in it. And I'm like, <laughs> okay, Connor Hawk, I'm working on a cosplay right now for Connor Hawk. Dude, and like, yes. Do it. I, I I got a lot of the pieces. I have a lot of the pieces to the point where I might do a TikTok on it. But the point being is, um, I love Connor Hawk. 
I've loved awesome. Connor Hawk for a while. Yeah. And so I'm glad to see him show up. Uh, and and I didn't realize it until this issue, but I'm like, him and Damien are interesting counterpoints to each other. Because they yeah. have not the same yeah. backstory, but there's some interesting parallels and overlaps there between but, them. And because, like, like Connor is stoic and, like, he's, like, noble. Yeah. And Damien yeah. is like they're both very similar, like the, the 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 upbringing. But like one has gone and like been like I, I shall hurt no nobody, and Damien's like I want to hurt people, but no one will let me. <laughs> I'll and kick like, your ass. I'll kick your ass. Yeah, it's so yeah, weird. Ass <laughs> I need more Connor Hawk in the DC universe, and totally. I'm I'm sad that he's only on this, but I need more. DC is expanding their titles because they yeah, cut a lot of their titles. Super Sons. But I think they're going to expand it. What's up? Maybe he'll show up in Super Sons. Yeah. Love Triangle. <laughs> Love Triangle. Triangle. Yeah, I mean, well, Damien doesn't seem like he's getting along much with Jonathan Kent anymore because Jonathan Kent's hanging out with older people now. So, like, maybe Damien gets a new best friend with Connor. You know? Connor Hawk. Super buddies. <laughs> yeah. Nin- it's more like nin- like ninja buddies, right? Like because they're kind of ninja related. I would love it. I would love it. Um, when it comes to all these like small time heroes and villains, I want them on different titles. I want there to be a title for everybody, not solo, yeah, yeah, but right. just where they're appearing. So like X Men's doing a real good job at it, where you're like, well, I want Frenzy. Where's Frenzy? Oh, she's on Sword, right? Like, right. Like they're they're somewhere. Um, anyway, uh, Robin's there, Batman Reptilian. Did anyone read Mr. Miracle, uh, number two? This guy. How- loving okay. this book. I'm, I, two quick thoughts. One, I think it's really interesting, the retcon of um, Thaddeus Brown, who was the original Mr. Miracle, who uh, Scott Free met when he came to Earth. Oh! Kind of like yeah well i say original it's not like he was like a, a separate character the, cir- the he circus like, he was like the circus yes. guy okay yes yes um and then retconning him to be african-american i think is a really interesting choice okay kind of like yeah playing that into what shiloh norman is dealing with i thought it was very interesting in this book that shiloh norman apparently never met scott free so i'm wondering if they're because shiloh yeah. norman was like scott free's protege so I'm I'm wondering if there's some kind of weird shenanigans going on. If maybe the okay. reality we're seeing isn't the real reality. Um, yeah, yeah. I have a lot of questions about it, but I'm intrigued by the book and I'm really enjoying it. So I think it's I, great. I like the I like the idea that Mr. Miracle can escape anything, and so if you lend itself to metafiction, he can escape yes. reality itself, right? Like, or yes. even escape continuity. Like he can do so much. And Grant Morrison wrote like wrote the original Shiloh Norman stuff, right? The 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 final crisis one? Yes. He was the one who made Shiloh Norman Mr. Miracle because Jack Kirby had Shiloh Norman, but Shiloh Norman was like a kid in the original Miracle books. Yes. I didn't know that. Yes. Uh, When you guys were first talking about this book, I was like, he was in the Jack Kirby books. Uh, But yeah, he was his like, kind of like protege, uh, but like a kid. And Morrison was the one who made him into the, the, um, pre- uh, not predecessor, the uh, inheritor of the Mr. Miracle title. Which um, they're kind of, a, speaking of metafiction, is kind of being played with here with Scott and Barta's daughter being like, you don't deserve this title. The metafiction of like the character who takes on the new role and comic fans being like, why is this character now taking on this title? Why is this happening? I think that's an interesting way of playing with that. Yeah. 
Uh, by the way, uh, uh, Scott and Barda is my favorite, like, short oh. man, tall woman, like, <laughs> like thing. Well, because, like, they don't say that Scott is short, but just say that Barda is tall. Yeah. But, like, I always viewed, I always viewed Scott around my height. Uh, I'm 5'7". <laughs> I'm 5'7", uh-huh. which is not, like, it's not a midget, but it's, like, low, like, on the average, kind of, but, like, sure. lower, right? And so it's, like, maybe I want a Barda of my own. You know what I mean? Like, I will, I, I don't care. Like, some guys are emasculated by taller women, but Scott has Barda, and Barda's, like, a foot taller than him, right? Right, right. Like, I, I'm cool with a six foot seven girl. Jack you know? Kirby was famously a short king, so I think that's a lot yeah. of that is definitely being played out. A lot of his uh, personal yeah. fantasies, I think, are being played out yeah. in that book. I, I, I'm, a po- I'm a pocket prince, you know. <laughs> I want I want Barda I want Barda to lift me up and put her like if she has a pocket. I guess I mean guys have a pocket there. Girls don't really have a pocket there, but you know, put me in the pocket. This way of X uh, comic this week really opened some doors for you to explore. I think. Yeah, I know. And, like, yes, seriously, that I want. Got him, got him all <laughs> up, man. That Cortez thing in Way of X, though, like where he wanted the girl oh to wear God. Magneto's helmet as they have sex, was weird, and it was just like one bubble dialogue balloon, and that was it. But it was like that explains a lot of weird things. But okay. Cortez has some issues he's got. Well, we found out some things about you today. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. He's got some stuff he's got to work on. Yeah. All right. So, uh, (laughs) and then there was, there was Batman and Superman, but I have not kept up with the Batman Superman titles. Batman Superman used to be really good, but then they use it as an excuse to just like travel and do weird adventures. And I don't want weird (laughs) adventures, Batman Superman. I want like them just like, I want some like down to earth Batman Superman team ups, Mm, you know? Yeah. But that's just me. Um, I don't know if you guys read this one. Did you I guys read that. this one? No, no, I haven't read that. I haven't read that. I don't, I don't want Batman and Superman going through the multiverse. I don't need that. <laughs> you know? Um, uh, Tom King's run where Batman and Superman team, like, they, they hang out for the bachelor party and, like, whatever. Oh, like when the, or, uh, You know? Is, is that the bachelor party where the, the two couples kind of go to the carnival together? Or is I don't that know a different if it's issue? the bachelor party, but they, it's like a double date kind of situation. Yeah, yeah. I, I like the double date issue. That was a good one. That's great. Um, That's a great one. And so I like my Batman Superman dynamic like that. Yeah. Let's, uh, let's talk real quick about Marvel stuff. Amazing Spider-Man 69, which I thought, funny, nice. funny number. Nice. Um, not much happened except... Uh yeah, I don't know. You guys have any thoughts? Yeah, Sinister Sinister War seems like it'll be cool, but like you said, not much yeah. happened in this issue. Yeah, Sinister That's War. That's kind of what I'm waiting for. I'm like, let's get to Sinister yeah. War. Can't wait to see yeah. Chameleon in action, you know. <laughs> yeah. Um also the fact that like Teresa Parker could be a like yeah, that's... I don't know. We'll we'll see whether she's real or whether she's not. Um we also have Gamma Flight. I read this one. I read that one. I as did well. not. I didn't read Immortal Hulk, so oh, I didn't. I wasn't. You should. So I wasn't. You got. I. To. It's it's gross, right? It's gross. Yes, <laughs> but it's also very well written. <laughs> I heard it's well well written, but it's gross. And it's this, there's a character in this Gamma Flight. I was like, mm-hmm. this is this shit's gross. <laughs> Gross. Yeah, this this like, is back, baby. <laughs> <laughs> it was so gross. Oh, oh man. man, 
Maybe you shouldn't but, um, read more. Are you like sensitive? Well, don't take that the no, wrong way. But no, is that, I'm not like, too, body I'm not too not sensitive. No, I'll I'll read it. I'm just saying like it it's gross because then I I I right. go even I I do that panel. I look at the panel. Ew, it's gross. It, it, it and the next panel, yeah, I go to I go to the next panel. I'm continuing with the story, but then I gotta look back. I look back and I'm like, <laughs> no, stop looking at it. Mole, mole, moly, moly. Gosh, moly. I want to see you read the boys, man. <laughs> oh, I have read the boys and the boys I can't get through and I do not want I to get to love sausage man <laughs> no I got to love sausage I, I did get the love sausage yeah I I, I hate the it's boys it's exactly comic. what it sounds like Brian by the way if you yeah. haven't read the boys the boys yeah. comic is garbage I hate it so much you really do I love it man I, I like the boys TV show because it's smarter um, <laughs> it's, the boys TV show is smarter yeah yeah I mean, it's still uh, gross. I, the boys' TV show is gross, but it's 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 gross with an intellect. But it's gross, but smart. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like you have to kind of sand the edges off Garth Ennis a little bit if you're going to adapt him for TV and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Uh, his favorite run I uh, I like is his Punisher runs, like a run. Yes. You know, like yeah, Garth Ennis on Punisher makes sense, but I don't like him otherwise. Um, um, any thoughts about Gamma Flight, real quick? I thought it's um, cool that Saka- Oh, sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead, go ahead, go. Okay, uh, I'm, I'm, Sakaar's back. I like that. Yeah, with hands coming out of yeah. his face. That's gross That's a thing. That's a thing. Sakaar. You, you, you didn't see the new version of the Abomination where it's just two hands that open up, but it's just a face that's like, ah, kill me. It's good stuff. Oh, why? <laughs> because gamma radiation does that. It messes you up, dude. It messes you up. Okay. It's comic. All right. Ooh. I did want to just kind of shout out. I I like the fact that um, uh, one of the characters. I, I apologize, I'm blanking on the character's name. Uh, but one of the uh-huh. characters in Gamma Flight, who's introduced in Mortal Hulk, is a trans character. Um, yeah. And Charlene. She, Charlene. 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 Thank you. Yes. Um, and Lila Sturges is now officially a co-writer, and she was um, working with Al Ewing as kind of like an advisor on writing the trans character. And I like that she's now been elevated to co-writer status i think that's really cool and i think i'm noticing that a lot more with both marvel and dc is they're kind of doing this thing where they're like pairing younger writers as co-writers on miniseries i think that's a great yeah. way to kind of bring in new talent give new voices yeah. a shot at and not and not in a weird warren ellis way fuck no. warren ellis like, uh, lot, uh yeah, that's, yeah. That's a mess lot to unpack there we're not going to get into it but basically <laughs> they're dudes it's 11 they're or 7 like, they're yeah they're like we're we're teaming we're going to team you guys up nobody's gonna do any like shenanigans yes all right yes we're putting you guys together nothing else um that was gamma flight that was why is infinite frontier here anyway the point being is uh guardians <laughs> of the galaxy we talked about um good book silk. i caught up on silk i like silk um i'm excited to see uh what happens uh silvermane silvermane's back baby <laughs> everybody's Jesus coming Christ. back man everybody uh, Silk, uh, uh, yeah, Silvermane is 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 uh, in this. It's weird, but all right. Anyone have any opinions on Silk or anything? I like the. I need to read some Silk. I've never read any of her stuff, and people seem to really like her. So I think I got. It's only four issues in. It's pretty good. Okay, I'll check it out. Yeah, I'll check it out. Yeah. Um, did anyone read Web Web of Spider Man? I did. How was it? It was pretty cool. It was pretty fun. It's good for kids. Uh, okay, it, yeah. It's, it's good for kids to get into. Uh, basically, we all know the Avengers Campus is a yeah. thing. And uh, yeah. uh, the web 
is now there. Basically, a whole bunch of smart Marvel characters like Moon Girl, uh, Squirrel Girl, Sp- Peter Parker, a whole bunch of smart people. Yeah. I heard Harley Keener. Harley yes, Keener is there. Al- he is also there. And they yeah. all got their oh. own little spider bot. And uh, basically, a bunch of uh, holograms started to attack him, and there was a big boss bot. Hol- then they 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 beat them all up in the first issue. However, the Green Goblin holograms are a little bit stronger. They had to fight it in this one, <laughs> and uh, now okay. and then Iron Man shows up at the end of this book. So uh, who knows? But uh, you know, it's good yeah. for the kids. You know, yeah. get them. You know, it's easy to read. It's- there was a lot of pictures, a lot of colors, man. It was. It was- <laughs> It's it awesome. uh, it's it ties in with Avengers Campus and it's its own yeah. continuity because it. And I heard it doesn't fit really. With I'm anything. digging the suit. I know you, they can't see it, but I'm digging yeah, the I, suit I, on Spider Man. Yeah. yeah, I'm digging that that symbol, man. I'm digging it. What, what is it? What symbol? <laughs> the the is symbol it? on Spider Man. Uh, the uh, here. Uh, I got you. Oh, I do see it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm oh, t- yeah. I'm digging that. That's boss. Yeah, I love it. You know, That's kind of a like far from home symbol, a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. Kind little of bit. does look like that. Yeah, I, um, I love it. Um, that was that was Web of Spider Man, and unfortunately, and I re- I put it on my list to read, and I didn't get to read it. Is uh, it was the Pride, uh, it was the the Pride because I wanted to compare Marvel's Pride, uh, voice the Marvel voices Pride, uh, with DC's uh Pride, uh, mm-hmm. uh Oh, anthology. that's what that was. Yeah, that it oh. was. It was all the LGBTQ no, plus characters, um, and like Marvel has a really good, uh, uh, like really good characters that are DC. Sometimes has to dig down a little bit deeper, but like, like Marvel has a pretty good stable of, of LGBTQ plus. Characters. I'm just waiting so, for DC to say that Starfire is is pan. Like I'm just waiting for it, man. You well, right now, she, anyone from I mean, outer space is pan. I feel like. Starfire's kind of implied it, man. And yeah, yeah. Just make her say it. Um, if, <laughs> if I yeah, can jump I mean, in with some it, yeah. thoughts on, sorry, good. Did you read Pride? I did. Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, tell me about. It. Kind of building off what you said about the Marvel thing. I think it helps that they have the mutants, which are such a strong allegory for being yeah. homosexual or being trans yeah. or, or being anywhere on the. LGBTQ plus spectrum. Um, yeah, I, I think the stories are great. I think that it's like any anthology book. I think some are better than others. Yeah. Um, but I thought it was really cool just the opportunities that they're giving these writers who are in these communities who identify with these identities. Um, just the opportunities to write stories about characters that share these identities. Um, one thing that, and it's it's appropriate considering the Loki revelation that we had this week. I'm pleasantly surprised by all of the bisexual representation. I'm yeah. using with a lot of these characters, especially because that's a community that I feel like often gets erased and overlooked. Um, so right. I was pleasantly surprised to see a lot of discussion about that gender identity, or not gender identity, but uh, sexual orientation in particular. Yeah. Um, and I also wanted to, I feel like there's one other thing I wanted to mention. Oh, Magneto being a character who writers tend to like. There's a great moment uh, where Magneto has a conversation with young Bobby Drake as he's kind of like coming to terms with his sexuality and Magneto basically being like, look, I want to make it clear to you, like you're going through a hard time and I'm sorry I try to kill you guys on a weekly basis, but like your identity is valid and I want you to know that. And I was just like, that's such a great Magneto moment having this like heart to heart with this kid. He like shows up to the X-Mansion with missiles over his head and he sees Bobby Drake crying and he's like, 
Oh, all right, you. let me go talk to this kid. And he like puts the missiles down and is like, hey, you're doing all right. What's going on? Let's talk about this. Yeah. So Magneto continues to be everybody's favorite, it seems. He's he's trying to make amends, right? Even even when he was talking, and I'll, I'll bring up this Guardians of the Galaxy, in this issue of Guardians of the Galaxy, when he talks to Richard Ryder, yeah. he know Magneto's almost a god, right? Like, and he Basically. knows it. <laughs> But he's also trying to have heart-to-heart moments with people, which is different. And yeah, I don't know how this Krakoa thing is going to end. It might end 10 years from now, but it will eventually end. On Mars. Um, <laughs> I mean, they're building up to something, but the, the, the House of Cards is going to fall. And Moira McTaggart has one more timeline in her. Like, mm. if you remember, well... I don't know if ben, how much Ben knows, but in House of X, Powers of X, like, Mortar McTaggart has another timeline. One last timeline left. And so they're going to restart this somehow, some way, something's going to happen. Mm. So I don't know how it's going to happen. So you can have these character moments, and Magneto might go back to being a homicidal lunatic again. We don't know. <laughs> but for now, he's making amends and he's showing growth. Absolutely. And it feels appropriate, too. He's someone who's experienced such trauma. I think him recognizing when other people have have experienced pain and have experienced suffering in their lives. For him to be like, I I see you and I've been where you are. Right. Um, And something that I just brought up on the show before is that, like, sometimes bad people are bad because of their environment and not because they are themselves bad or they've been pushed into hard situations. So these, uh, the thing about Krakoa is like mutant heroes and villains have to learn to live together. And what you see a lot of the time, not all the time, uh, a lot of the time is that some of these villains are like, they're comfortable being safe. And they're like, they're not going to be bad guys because they're safe on this island surrounded by people that could accept them, right? And so like Grey Crow who used to be Scalp Hunter uh, uh, from the Marauders, it now goes by Grey Crow for a couple of different reasons. Um, uh, and so Grey Crow is showing heart. And, like, when these characters stop falling, they can finally put their feet up on the ground and stand up on by themselves, right? So well Magneto's doing that. Magneto's doing that. Grey Crow's doing that. Um, Mr. Sinister weirdly is, but not, but, like, mastermind is doing that a lot of the brotherhood members blob is just working the bar like blob is happy blob's the happiest he's ever been right you know what i mean like totally totally yeah isn't that what we need i mean that's just it sometimes all people need is like a steady gig and some stability and that's right that's enough to make them change right and i mean makes you want to Makes you want to burn the whole the whole system down and start over. <laughs> like, brother, oh man, we need another two hours to get into that conversation. <laughs> we're gonna talk about Warren. We're gonna talk about Warren Ellis. We're gonna talk about government programs. We're gonna talk about like systemic reform. Jeez, Louise, this is the comic talk after show brought to you by the Geek. Um, thank you guys so much for coming on the show. Uh, uh, we we got through a lot, right? Was there any closing yeah. thoughts that you guys had about? Uh, Oh, Fantastic Four life story! I <laughs> swear. Okay. It's good. Uh, I'm not liking it as much as Spider-Man life story. Uh, yeah, I, I'll agree with that. But I, do, I don't have... Yeah. I don't have the pictures, but yeah, tell me about it. 
Oh, well, you know, it's just like Spider-Man life story. Uh, you know, yeah. like it's basically going through the generations of the Fantastic Four. And it kind of sort of ties in with like uh, Captain America and Vietnam at the end of you know, because that was a cliffhanger yeah. that I wanted to explore a little more. I, yeah. I, I like that, you know, that they, they're, they're putting a little bit of tension between Reed and Sue, you know, of them getting divorced yeah. and her her doing stuff with Namor. And, yeah. you know, like, you know there, there's some there's some controversy there. I can't wait to see. I like the Doctor Doom arc. I thought that mm. was really cool. I was just like, because Reed was so focused on his work that he accidentally created a supervillain. Uh, yeah, you know, like, oops, you know, yeah, it it was really great. I enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah, I, I think the realization I've kind of had is like, I think it's hard, almost harder to do this comic with Fantastic Four than it is Spider Man, mm -hmm. because I think so. I mean, just the '60s alone, so much happens in just the '60s Fantastic Four that it's yeah. like you have to get Galactus and Black Panther and the Inhumans and Doctor Doom. Like, that's just the 60s. It's absurd how much they accomplished. And I think Spider-Man... <laughs> yeah, yeah, Stan and Jack, they, they did so much in just that decade. And I think Spider-Man's kind of, like, characters and his major arcs are spread out a little bit more across his history. Mm -hmm. But I feel like it's almost easier to accomplish this type of story with Spider-Man than Fantastic Four. But it's interesting. I'm... I'm I'm intrigued enough that I'll read the rest of the issues. Um, yeah. I want to see how they pay off Galactus by the end. Yeah. I have a couple of thoughts. My thoughts are um, they they have, it's been two issues and they haven't referred to the Inhumans. They haven't brought up the Inhumans at all. Right? Mm. And yeah. that's weird, but also Marvel seems to not like be, they seem to be brushing the Inhumans away. Uh, which makes I was going to say, much like Marvel Comics, they have not mentioned the right. Inhumans. Right. And so I think they're trying to brush it under the rug because they know that the mutants are coming to the MCU. But I also wonder whether Miss Marvel is going to be an Inhuman then. And I we'll know by Miss we'll know by Miss my by Miss Marvel whether they're bring whether they're going to just write off the Inhumans. Uh, mm. We'll find out soon enough. Um, they better not make her a mutant. I'll be upset. I don't know whether it'll make her immune or part of an accident. Does it change her character if you make her no. part of a... It, it makes her more of a Peter Parker type character. She's yeah. part of an accident. She gets those powers. I think an okay. accident would be okay, but like, you know, yeah. like make her immune. I don't think they'll make her immune. Like, yeah. um, uh, that being said... Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the only other time in I've seen Inhumans recently is when Johnny Storm is on... He's talking to Crystal uh, in the most recent Fantastic Four mm. book. Okay. Uh he talks to Crystal, and then Luna says, you're going to mess up in a big way and ruin your whole life. Like, <laughs> there's, like, this ominous... There's this ominous thing that Luna was, like, yeah. And, like... And then he was, like, are you joking? Is, there, is that a joke? Or... And then she, like, hangs up. So, uh... There's, something, there's like, something Good weird job. there. Yeah. Uh, but, oh, what I liked about Life Story, um... You could tell right when they introduce Namor, he goes to the library to read, which shows us he's a totally different Namor, and he deserves Sue more than Reed does. I am not a fan. I'm not a fan of Reed, by the way. As a human yeah, being... No, I, did, I did not like I, him. Like, in general, I'm not a fan of Reed. I don't, oh, really? like... I don't think... Yeah, I think that Reed doesn't deserve Sue. I think that mm. Reed doesn't even deserve friends. I, I think <laughs> that... Yeah. <laughs> I I think he's a he's a compelling character. But like it's like Rick and Morty. Like Rick does not deserve love. 
Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, Rick and, yeah. Rick and Morty well, does not see, deserve love. There aren't many superheroes on the spectrum, so, you know, I kind of have to root for the home team. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> if I, I think fair. they should come That's out valid. and say he's on the spectrum if they're going to, you know. If um, he's, in the Fantastic Four movie, I hope they do it. Because, like, yeah. you know, uh, that would make me feel represented. I wish they make him better. I, I, I want them to make Reed better in the movies than he is in the comics. He's, he's cast he's John just, Krasinski. <laughs> but I also, I do want him to be on the spectrum in the movie. And I don't know whether Krasinski can do that. I don't know he whether he can the guy, He worked with Ryan, uh, Ryan on, um, on, uh, well, on, on The Office for as long oh, as yeah. he did. I think he, I think he, I think he got, he, he was able to uh, impersonate Dwight pretty damn well not gonna oh. lie okay yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm i am almost a thousand percent sure dwight had something going on up there yeah <laughs> i mean that's possible uh maybe maybe he could pull it off i don't know anyway the, uh, my point is uh I, I got sidetracked other than my read hate is that um uh, <laughs> uh namor stealing sue but namor deserving sue is good because Namor in six one six does not deserve Sue. So, Sue is a queen; she needs to be respected. Of course, Namor is not good enough for Sue in the six one in the six one six. What'd you yeah. think of Franklin though? Franklin in, the, in, looks, this, in this, he's a little shit. <laughs> <laughs> he's a little shit. I just wanted him to say it. That's all. <laughs> he's a little well because originally tough he's time. like. Dr. Richards, and it's like, that's dad. And then later... That's hilarious, she, actually, that she, line. Like, that line, the first, and then later on it pays off being like, he's my dad. And it's like, what? My daddy, dude, it's daddy. Yeah. I really like... <laughs> I did like the idea of Sue being involved in, like, uh, the, the women's liberation movement. Yeah, yeah, I was I feel like that was appropriate, too, yeah. and that it gives her a good sort of, like, split point with Reed as, as a reason as to why she's doing that. I think that was interesting. Especially because that character was kind of like love Stan and Jack, but that character's a little retrograde. Uh, when you look back uh, yeah. on some of those early comics, it's rough. Yeah, yeah, um, definitely, definitely agree. Um, but uh, yeah, does that finish all the comics? I forgot that Fantastic Four Life Story came out. I read it, but I just forgot. Oh man, um, it's a good thing Eternals got delayed a week because we wouldn't have spit it. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, who said it was one of you guys who said they were going to read it yeah, this week? It was supposed I to come and out this like, week. And oh, wow. It got delayed a week. It got delayed a week. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah. I mean, I guess. Oh, uh, we're not going to have Comic Talk next week, but I'll do that in the announcements. Anyway, uh, <laughs> thank you, everybody, uh, for, for watching uh, another episode of Comic Talk. Thank you to Brandon and Ben for coming on the show and, and reading these comics and enjoying these comics and talking about the enjoyment. I think that, like, we critique these things, but, like, comics are a really big part of who we are and what we enjoy. Mm -hmm. And being able to talk about it with, with each other, like, it's amazing. And I, I don't want to, I mean, TikTok's practices aside, just the fact that, like, <laughs> like I, I follow Brian, I follow Ben on TikTok and able to connect with you two. And, like, if TikTok didn't exist, I wouldn't know that you guys existed. Exactly. How crazy is that? Yeah. Yeah, you know, I know what I mean? I, I owe TikTok a lot of like thanks for making friends yeah and yeah. it's crazy it, 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 it's crazy like I'm, I'm i'm seeing a girl uh who's on tiktok i won't say who but the point being is i'm seeing her and like i would never have met her through uh, if it wasn't for tiktok right like yeah where was i at the beginning of covid 
at the beginning of COVID, I wasn't on TikTok. I didn't meet you guys. I didn't meet her. I, like, I didn't have I this stuff, dishes. right? I was washing dishes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> was it a job? Or you yep. just in... Oh, okay. I was washing okay, dishes. Yeah. Oh, I thought you just at home washing dishes. No, no, no. Like, I, I was working in a hospital washing dishes. Damn. Oh. Wow. And now you're here. Um, you're, you're 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 getting followed by Scott. I got Snyder. to yeah. I'm getting. I got I got invited <laughs> to watch the Justice League movie with Zack Snyder. What? Yeah. Oh, all these Snyders. Like I got all these Snyder Snyders. Bros. Yeah. This is, <laughs> uh, uh, like Snyders of Hanover. Is that, that the pretzels? <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Snyder the Han- right? Like yeah. Maybe you yeah. got a yeah. You get a sponsorship by the pretzels. Demetri, man. You stay Come on. the way that you are, man. <laughs> do not ever change. This is the dude. I mean, Ben knows this. It's like the improv brain. I gotta make those connections. I'm like, yes, you know, I, we, yes. we do a, we do an improv scene about Zack Snyder. We do a a, a scene about uh, uh, wait Zack Snyder, and then who's the other Snyder? The writer. What's Scott Snyder. Scott Snyder. S- Scott Snyder. Maybe we do a scene about Dan Schneider. Uh, the Schneiderverse. Yeah. <laughs> Then we do Snyder's of Hanover. These are all improv scenes. We're gonna tag in. No, tag we get out. the we get the we we talk about the DCEU and then I Carly and Victorious and Drake and Josh yeah. with and the Snyder verse of the Schneider. Yeah, that too. Yeah. And uh, the the, the Snyder verse or the Schneider verse or the Schneider verse <laughs> versus Schneider verse. The the, yes. the crossover that nobody asked for. <laughs> Victorious versus Victoria Justice versus Superman, dude. Let's yeah. See it. Yeah. Um. Thank you guys for coming on the show. I really appreciate you guys being here talking this about awesome. this. We've run so overtime, but like it's so worth it. Oh man. Like I'm yeah, sorry. That's how you know it's a good conversation. You know? Hey, yeah, um, yeah, no problem. No problem, man. I don't have to work um, tomorrow. I'm gonna be up for another two hours watching cartoons. So I mean it's not yeah. yeah. Uh it, it, it's it's ten thirty over here. I haven't eaten dinner yet. Um oh, lucky. and uh uh I lucky that I haven't eaten dinner yet. No, I no no. Lucky that it's ten thirty. Oh, okay. It's like, <laughs> lucky you. I've eaten three dinners since we started. Like he's what? got that. He's got that Snyder's pretzel sponsorship. He's, he's got yeah, exactly. I got those Robin Wieners. <laughs> those Robin Wieners. Robin, Robin no, Wieners. Robin Wiener was an executive producer on the Schneiderverse. Uh, uh, so, oh, okay. <laughs> and that's what like, I'm calling Robin, it from now on. Schneider. I got. I was like, at what point did we stop making connections? Because I'm like. Robin the series, then Robin Wieners, but then I was like Robin Sparkle. No, no, there, there's an executive producer who did iCarly and all that named Robin Wiener. Okay, and, uh, okay. okay. Uh, this is too much for me. Uh, let me. Uh, before, <laughs> I got caught up we, on iCarly for the new reboot, and uh, <laughs> I heard it's good. I've been seeing it's, clips it's, of it. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. I got Paramount Plus. I've been, I've been, I've been watching. I don't, it. I don't have Paramount Plus, but I'm thinking about it. I'm thinking it, about it. There's um, some good stuff on there. Okay. All right. Uh, before we get going, uh, I want to know. Uh, I'm actually going to take all the comic talk episodes and put them up as podcasts today. So this cool. episode will like it's like 12 episodes or whatever in the past however many months. Um, nice. Uh, I'm just going to put them up and then they're going to be released weekly. So say it out loud uh, for people who obviously are going to be listening to the podcast but not paying attention to this display. Uh, I want to know your <laughs> social media out loud. I want to know um, what you have coming up, any plugs that you have. Brian, if you want to go first and uh, 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 tell us where we can find you. 
Yeah, you can find me uh, on TikTok and Instagram, more TikTok than Instagram, at Captain Comic Rex, R-E-C-S, like recommendations for short. Um, plugs, support your local public schools. That's the closest thing I have to a plug. Pay your go taxes, back to, guys. Go back to kindergarten. <laughs> the children are our future, please. Yeah. Give them some support. Uh, but yeah, follow yeah. me on TikTok. You can hear me talk about comics and whatnot if you enjoyed today's ramblings. Yeah. Uh, you... Did you say if you enjoyed titty ramblings? No, what? <laughs> <laughs> Way of X oh, today. has ruined your today's mind. Ramblings. Today's ramblings. Today's, today's. God. Today's, oh today's ramblings, yes. Again, did yes, anything yes, never yes. change, please? <laughs> uh, um, uh, okay. Again, I, that, I, that X-Men comic's really getting to his head. It's now. really... Way, yeah. of, Way of X was super weird. I can't get over how weird Way of X was. Like, they were just like, all right, we're going balls to the walls. All right. All right. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Literally. And right, off, and right off the heels of, I don't know if you guys saw the Dave Cockrum art. Oh, boy. Did we're, you guys it, look it, it up? Dimitri, it's 1.30 in the morning. <laughs> I can't get into Dave yes. Cockrum being horny from beyond the grave <laughs> right now. It's 1.30 in the morning. <laughs> okay, I, we, we, we'll, we'll save it for another time. Uh, I was flabbergasted. <laughs> I was, I was like, "This is a weird angle for Nightcrawler." That's not what and I'm it was here like. For. <laughs> it was like a week after Zack Snyder tweeting his thing, so yeah. it's been a banner. It's been a right. banner week for it's slash fiction artwork. It's been a banger. It's been Happy a banger. Uh, right, people. Okay. Oh my god. Um, uh, it, it's uh, very. I've never. I. I okay. I'm. Oh. Okay, anyway, moving on. Uh, it was well done. Follow, That's awesome. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it was actually quality. It was quality art. Uh, yeah, Dave Cockrum's a great did. artist. Which is, yeah. yeah. yeah oof. Uh, definitely follow <laughs> Captain Comic Rex. Definitely yeah. co follow Captain Comic Rex. Uh, ben, uh, what is your, uh, what's your, what's your uh, uh, social media? You got anything coming up? Let us know everything that you want to let us know. All right, cool beans. Uh, basically, uh, you can find me on TikTok at Shubiduber, S-C-H-U-B-Y-D-O-O-B-E-R-T. I'm on TikTok there. You, and you can also find me on Instagram, and you can follow my podcast, Comic com Comic Comedians, uh, basically where we talk about comic books and whatnot. And, and I've had Dimitri on. Hopefully one day we'll have Brian on, possibly for a X-Men talk or something like that. <laughs> Seems like that's his, it's his bread and butter. But yeah, you guys can follow me on Instagram at Comic Comedy Podcast or at Shuby Dubert on TikTok and all that jazz. All right. Uh, I can't recommend enough like to follow for people to follow you guys on TikTok. Uh, uh, TikTok's been an amazing place to like follow things that you love. So if you love this, like follow the creators that you love and it'll recommend even more creators and you just get to know a bunch of cool people. Just pretend I'm your dreams. Just it's pretend like, I'm your okay, dream. Okay, yeah. Yeah, totally. so when you, right. when you go follow your dreams, and then you go... Oh, okay, you want to follow... Okay, God, I got there it. we go. I, That's I, the I, setup. I, 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 I didn't realize I had to explain that one. Uh, <laughs> what I thought... I'm an English teacher, of all things. I'm and... tired. I'm on vacation. All right, I'm on vacation. Cut me some slack. What, what I thought what I thought Ben was going to do, though, right now, uh, before that, was he wanted to say his podcast, but he was going to mix up comic talk and comic comedy podcast. I almost did, uh, yeah. And you, <laughs> but you mixing it up would have been comic cock. I thought you were going to say comic cock. 
and, it's and becoming issues for yeah, me. Yeah, back to it's well, becoming. What was funny? What's been what? <laughs> who's who's becoming where? Um, uh, it's it's weird because Nightcrawler is a main character in Way of X, and then he was the main character. He was the main character in that Dave Cockrum art. So he was a like, co-lead. He was a co-lead. It was, was, it was a yeah yes. If you ever wanted to see Nightcrawler uh, uh, hook up with Storm, then just look that up. Yeah. And Nightcrawler, yeah. Nightcrawler is very giving. He's very giving. Yep. He's a more so than Batman, apparently. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which I don't agree I was, I was with. It's so weird. It is. Uh, we don't need to get into this. <laughs> but yeah, I agree with wait. you. It, it's just, come on. It's DC needs to shut the fuck up. Okay, that's that's what they need to do. I'm sorry. That's what superheroes do, man. You know, don't. All right, we're we're gonna. Thank you, thank you guys for coming on the show, Brian. Ben, thank you, thank you, all the people watching us on Volume.com/slash/TheKeeg Show. Right now, there are 410 viewers, but they're not creating accounts, and I want them to create an account and chat with us, or they're just staying silent because some people just like to stay silent and whatnot. We are also streaming to other platforms, so follow us on social media wherever you can find us. Yes, we're on YouTube, Facebook, Twitch. Yes, we are. Our main social media is TikTok at the Keeg Show and Instagram at the Keeg Show. So if you follow the Keeg Show on TikTok or Instagram, that's where you can keep up with all the stuff that we have. And we are updating our podcast libraries. You can find our podcast at Spotify, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Google Play, I think uh, we're on. So you'll be able to catch up. Uh, we have multiple shows a week. Comic Talk is on Thursday nights at 8 p.m. Uh, Pacific time. We also have the Kickback, which is our kicking back, kickback, kind of hang out, shoot the shit type show. That's on Friday nights at 9 p.m. Pacific time. We also have the Loki after show every week that Loki's on. We watch it at midnight Pacific time, and then we talk about it at 1 a.m. Pacific time. And so, like, we, we do a late night show. We're fostering a late night community, so definitely... Come and spend time with us if you if you want to do that. And then we also have the Keeg Live. Um, the Keeg Live uh, uh, is our discussion show. We discuss a topic. We just did a whole two hours on LGBTQ plus representation in media um, with some amazing guests. We had that, and that will be released as a podcast. But you can check that out on twitch.tv slash the Keeg Show. Um, and then there's a lot of stuff we're up to. Uh, upcoming episodes <laughs> for the Keeg Live. It's a bi-weekly show. Um, so we're talking about America and comics. So we're going to talk mm-hmm. about like uh, nationalist heroes. We're going to talk about a little bit about politics and American history uh, on that episode. And then two weeks after that, we're going to be talking about the Black Widow movie. And so that's going to be cool too. So we got a lot coming up. Definitely stay tuned. If you if that was all too much, just follow us on Instagram at the Keeg Show. We post the schedules up there and we keep everybody informed. Thank you guys so much for, for coming on. Thank you guys so much for watching. Once again, I'm your host, Dimitri Pereira, and this has been another episode of Comic Talk. Take care. Peace out. Bye. Peace out.